Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> School night? Wow. Well, it was during the day. Still, that's 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 surprising. Well, it was uh, it was something I've never done before. Garage drinking? First time at my own house. Do you normally not wow. drink on Sundays? No, I never sit in my garage and drink. Oh, okay, so it was the garage drinking that. It was okay. the both garage doors were open. Okay, and it was I had a lounge chair because I was watching the kids ride bikes. And kind of tooling around, kind of doing stuff. And uh, at some point, lounge chair comes out, beers are open, and then one neighbor's over, and then the other neighbor's over, and then the other guy up the street, he rides down on his four-wheeler, he's drinking in the garage. Yeah, that, that was like a thing growing up, like we used to have driveway parties. Yeah, it was an impromptu kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A little driveway drinking? It was great. And yesterday was the day for it. Yeah, it was beautiful, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful day out. Uh, Moon is uh, not with us today. Uh, Legoland? 
Yes. Did he go to Legoland? I think so. <laughs> That's the way you put it. It sounded like he passed away. Moon is, Moon not, is with us. not with us <laughs> On this, this morning. <laughs> now, he's in uh, California. There was a, a concert last night. So he played out there. But uh, King Scott's here. Hi. King Hi. Scott. Hi. Hey. Friday saw the Avengers. And I'm uh, not going to give any uh, spoilers away. But I'll say that at the end of the movie, I've only seen this one other time. It was after the end of American Sniper. You remember that movie, American Sniper? Absolutely, sure. Was that with... uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yes. Everybody left the theater in complete silence. Complete silence. You could hear a pin drop. Usually after those Avengers movies... I've I've been hearing applause. Yeah, clapping and a lot of like, hooting. There's, there's some hooting and some hollering at woo. times. So what was with the dead silence? Well, I mean, I I can't say without giving it away. Oh, so not because it's bad, not oh, because no. it was a plus. Oh, really? Wow. I give it an A plus. I do too. A plus did not disappoint. Good. I d- I, I give it an A plus. It was. It was. Uh, I will fully admit that I was wrong. Remember when I was like, I think people are overhyping this. I heard all about Black Panther. You're not hearing a whole lot about... I was wrong. I was wrong. Because the movie's incredible. I said to uh, my friend Jeremy, who went to go see it on uh, Saturday, I said, listen, you got the kids with you. Make sure they go to the bathroom before they go into the theater. It's a long movie. It's really long. And it's not one of those movies where you get up and go to the can. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're going to miss something. Yeah. There there wasn't a single like th- three to five minute span where no. if you walked out and then came back, you would be confused. There was no downtime. So like somebody going today suggest a catheter or what do you think? <laughs> I mean. I suggest going uh, number one or number two before you go into the theater. That is, that's an easier way to, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife got up and used the bathroom and when she came back, I was like, okay, now, hey. <sighs> How about that's Iron Man? <laughs> hey, I don't explain it to her, break it down. Here's the thing, too, and this is something that, uh, uh, you know, if you want to go to the movie and let's say your significant other or your friend or whoever is not a huge Marvel, like they, they've seen some of the movies, they think they're cool, but they really don't know a whole lot about it. My wife went. There were some things I had to kind of fill her in, but she dug it. Yeah, and here's the thing. You know, all the all the Marvel movies kind of have something to do with the other Marvel movies. They're mm-hmm. all connected. Yeah. They're all connected in some way. Mm. So if you didn't see Black Panther, I mean, you'll be a little confused. If you didn't see Thor Ragnarok, maybe a little bit, you'll, you yeah. won't catch some of the references. If you didn't see Doctor Strange. If you didn't see Doctor Strange, I think you will be lost. I think you need to see Doctor Strange. Uh, so so this is what what I took from the movie is you got to see three movies going into this one. Three movies. Bio, Thor, Biodome. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange. Sound of music. Black, <laughs> Black Panther. Those three. I think you could get away with not seeing... Black Panther. You know what? I'm conf- I'm confused that uh, there was a Marvel character that was not in there uh, at yeah. all. At all. There were two missing. 
There were two missing. Oh, I, you're talking about bow and arrow guy. Oh no, he's missing for a reason. They explained it slightly. Yeah, this one too wasn't in there. Yeah, he's not in okay. that. He's not in that crew. Let me see. Let he's me not see. in that crew. That one's that's not in the. He's oh. not in that realm. Can I no, say? He's not in that crew. Can I say it? Kermit the Frog. He's Kermit not, the Frog. You're right. I don't think he's supposed <laughs> to be. I haven't seen the other ones, but. And they brought Howard the Duck back, right? Uh huh. <laughs> that's a, that's a great point too. Somebody he else goes by Howie now. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. It's been a that's rough life. That oh, you got to see that too. Yeah. But did you hear what happened out in Redlands, uh, Redlands, California? So uh, there was a showing of Avengers on Friday night. And after the movie was over, this uh, 28-year-old guy, his name is Michael Ray Weber, suddenly gets out of his seat. The theater's still dark. I think the credits were rolling. Because during those uh, Marvel movies, you have to wait to the end. After, there's always a post-credit. Oh, so you don't move till the credits are over. There's always something after the credits. Gotcha. And usually that something is a link to what's next. Mm. So everybody sits during the credits. So this guy, this 28-year-old guy, gets out of his seat, raises his arms up, and starts preaching about God, like yelling and screaming, which triggered panic amongst people in the theater who thought he had a gun. And he asked people if they knew they were they would go to heaven if they died that night. Oh you hear that? Gosh. Wow. Wow. You hear that, and you panic. Sure. Would you go to heaven if you died tonight? That's what this guy's yelling in a dark movie theater. So in the rush to get out of the theater, one woman jumped off, jumped off a balcony, fell 20 feet where she was then trampled by others trying to leave. I mean, it was mass confusion. Here's uh, one of the witnesses I'm talking about it. I think when he said, if you were to die tonight, would, would your passage to heaven be guaranteed? Something along those lines. And I think that's when people started panicking. I, I would, I would, uh, when I panic, probably. Started panicking. And that's when the kind of chaos happened in the little exit where people were jumping over the railings and kind of falling over, twisting their ankles and hitting their head. I thought she had fainted, passed out, completely passed out. Someone was dragging her out because people were starting to fall over her. Yeah, that's the woman that jumped off a balcony, 20 feet. Last night was an anomaly. Uh, the lights did not turn up for quite a few minutes. And so I really couldn't see anyone's reaction except those of the people just right around me. It's extremely unfortunate that anyone has sustained injury because of this. Um, again, I was unarmed. Th that's the moron. Sounds like the one. moron preacher. If you're gonna try, you're trying to draw people towards the Bible, that's not the way to do it. He needs to stop. Well, I mean, there was there was panic, there was confusion, dozens of phone calls to the local police, including one person who said there were 30 to 40 shots fired. I don't know how you jumped to that conclusion. It's the telephone game right there. Wow. I don't know how you got there. But this Michael guy says, uh, on the regular, he preaches about God during movies. And he didn't know why this time there was a panic. And he says, hey, man, I intentionally held my hands up in the air to show that I had no, no guns. I was not armed. So he was arrested for offensive language likely to cause a violent reaction. 
It's like shouting fire in a movie theater. Yeah, you cause panic. What an a hole! Is it is it safe to say that it would be fair to ban this guy from movie theaters? I would oh, think yeah. I would not yeah. like him at my theaters. I don't think I'd like him around me at all. Yeah, at, at any time. Yeah, that's that's what I love. Just being preached to. Just the fact that he doesn't realize he did anything wrong. I have my hands up in the air. Hey, 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 no big deal. Just God, man. At what point has anybody like yelling at you? Like yelling? Uh, like. In, in a scene where you're not expecting it worked as far as like preaching religion. Like there's a gentleman that stands on the corner out here downtown oh, yeah. where he's screaming into a microphone about God and everything. And I'm like, in what world has yelling into a microphone ever like yeah. me driving gone, what's this guy got to say? You know what? And now that I think about it. I think he's right. I'm going to go talk to yeah. him and see what he's all about. That guy no. with the speaker on the street corner makes us so much sense. I think sense. he's got a megaphone. He does. It's a megaphone, and he's just yelling, yelling about Jesus. Jesus. I'd like to see his success rate, his con- his conversion, his conversion rate. rate? Yeah. <laughs> zero. He's at zero right now. I guess there are churches that go out and they preach. No, it's the same thing as going door to door. Right? Sure. Yeah. Again, how great is the success rate there, too? I'm sure you get a few, maybe. But, like, what's this guy's endgame? Like, he thinks he's going to stand up and he's going to start yelling, and somebody goes, I agree with you. Let's go. To him, to him he's doing the Lord's work. Um, that's not great. Yes. To him, that's what he's supposed to be doing. Preach the gospel. Preach about Jesus. Preach so, about God. So, honestly, I would like to have a conversation with this guy and go, so whatever God you know, do you think that he thinks the best way to get his message out there is to do what you did? He thinks, yes. Wow. Otherwise, he would not be yelling in a dark theater. Would you go to heaven if you died right now? He thinks he's doing the right thing. God stamped he approval is. of that. First class ticket to heaven. And that's frustrating because it just makes a Christians sound like they're crazy. And then B, where in scripture did Jesus ever preach in a movie theater? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> good point, was, Scott. Thank live you. theater. Good don't, don't give him a good point on that. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it is frustrating whenever you hear this kind of stuff because Jesus was gentle, kind, considerate of others. He didn't sneak up behind you and go, boo! Hey, have you heard of Jesus? Have you heard hey, of, you heard of me? me? Yeah, Jesus didn't I got stand, a book. stand in a crowd of people and go, everybody, check me out! How you feeling? I mean, especially after the shooting... In Colorado, at the theater in Aurora, yeah, Colorado. Uh, do, do you think it makes this is this is weird? But do you think it makes a difference? Uh, the movie too. I think everybody, honestly, at the end of that movie, everybody was. It was a weird feeling. Yeah, I think it makes a difference of the movie. Like if people he was, in the chat room, if you saw Avengers, was it not a weird feeling at the end of that movie? Oh, people, people said like it was silent. They watched like people heard audible gasps and like it was just yeah. it was crazy. Jeff, mm. it was like that style. That's weird. And I guess you're not at liberty to say why, obviously, right? Oh, no, 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 no. We went out to go uh, get something to eat after dinner, uh, after the theater. And it was still weird? And it was still weird. Huh. Would you? And you brought the kids, right? Yeah. What did they think of the movie? Well, they loved it. Yeah? They loved it. My son is, he knew exactly what the ending was. Really? Had to explain it to me. <laughs> explain it to me. I th- sucked I him honest- in. I honestly think that this this one... Is a movie where you don't have to be the superhero guy to like it. 
Because like my oh, dad's a not a big story. my dad's not a huge superhero guy, but my dad loves action movies. Oh my oh, this god! Was action and this was from start to finish, Jeff. It was fight after fight after fight after fight. Oh, I don't like violence in movies. Then so you're out. Right. Uh, I don't. There was no nudity. No nudity. So uh, you're out again. What about a car chase? Uh was there a car? Either was- a car chase or goats. Were there a goats? No goats. There was some goats. There was a picture of goats. You're talking about the greatest of all time. Yeah. (laughs) No actual goats. There was car chases in space. All right. Maybe I'll not see it then. Uh Uh-huh. You're not going to see it. No, I won't see it. Scott, are you into it? I think I'll go see this. Yeah. I need to, at least, so I don't feel... Well, I'll be yelling at Jesus after. He stands up and starts yelling about Jesus. They're like, hey, that kind of looks like Jesus. You should just stand up in the middle of it and just set the other guy straight. He doesn't represent us as Christians. Oh yeah, <laughs> right at the end of the movie. No, don't do that. So okay. there was there was panic, you know, at that theater in California. Also panic, and an evacuation for an unfounded reason. This was at a, a college library. Hundreds of people evacuated after they thought there was a gas leak, and it was not. It was uh, something we've had in this studio here. Our buddy Chef Will. Mm. Remember he brought in that durian fruit? Sure do. I thought you were going to say Moon's Toots. Because that has happened in here. It's the world's stinkiest fruit. And uh, Chef Will brought it for us. Yeah, I think I remember we knew he was in the building before he was even down the hall and in here. It was the worst. And it was this durian thing, which I guess somebody had left in a cupboard. So not only was it durian, which is the stinkiest fruit as it is, it was rotting durian left in a cupboard. And they thought it was a gas leak, and 500 people had to be evacuated from this place. Was that not the weirdest thing? That durian? Durian? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was out in the hallway, and we were all like, what in the hell? Yeah, but here's the thing. It didn't taste that way. No. No. Like it stunk. Like look, this it's it's spelled D U R I A N. If you if you've never heard of this, it's the kind of smell that you taste. You you taste that smell. You know what I mean? It like gets in your gets in your it mouth. It smells or like or no. you know what it smelled like a dumpster, an empty dumpster with a with a kind of like garbage juices at the mm, bottom. Garbage juice. <laughs> garbage juice yeah. at the bottom. In the summer. Mm. Summertime. <laughs> Right about two in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that smell? Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. You touch the dumpster on the outside and it's actually warm. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And it's and, it, and it's cooking that, that mm, garbage juice yeah. at the bottom. Mm. Oh, I think garbage juice. <laughs> and it makes you question, like, who at what point in history decided to cut it open, even though it smelled terrible, and dive in? Well, usually your sense of smell tells you to stay away from something. Yeah. Somebody was like, I'm going to roll the dice here. Doing it anyway. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat it. Probably Chef Will. I'm going to eat it. And it didn't taste bad. Yeah, we tried it. It wasn't awful. The smell is is definitely not a representation of the taste. You watch any of those those uh, travel cooking shows, those guys go around eating that. In fact, they, they find it, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's here. Mm. And uh, how do they handle the smell of it before they, gotta, I guess they're just used gotta, to it. Got to buck up. Got to plow through it. It's got to do it. Yeah, I guess so, man. 
All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Sexy time fun facts later on. Sex toy of the week. We'll get into uh, the White House Correspondence Dinner. Big controversy, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was? Controversy. Gotcha. It was all about, I guess, the uh, the comedian. They always have a comedian kind of roast everybody. Did she go too far? Some people are saying yes. Some people are saying no. I mean, it literally was a roast. It was a roast. Yeah. Did she go over the line? I don't know. It depends on who you ask. But let's get to some uh, emails first. Yeah, this this is from Jennifer, and she says, uh, love you, Hale Hubbard. Okay. Uh, she said she heard us talking about the Lime bike in STL, and have we seen the problems that China has due to their bike-sharing companies going bankrupt? Apparently, in China, they had a bunch of these kind of things going on, and they all went bankrupt. And there's literally, she sent a link over, too. There is literally just, look at this, Scott. There is literally just uh, graveyards of these bikes oh, yeah, I've laying seen around that are, look at that. Don't they like try and make them into like designs and stuff too? There is a, I mean, I want to see. There is a, uh, there's <laughs> footage of it and it, it, our footage. There's a couple of pictures of it here. I'll forward this to you. It is, uh, it is ridiculous. And I don't know if she's saying, hey, this is where we're headed. Uh, but it is a, I mean, a massive field. I massive like the field. idea of it. Yeah. I like the idea of it. I do too. Are we a city though that will ride these things? I think yes, but I think I think we will ride them, but not as many. Like they, they're going to put five thousand bikes in this area. You know what I think? Hey, I think during the weekday, if you uh, if you work downtown here and you want to ride somewhere to lunch, great idea. Mm-hmm. I think it gets me used during baseball games. I really do. I think so as well. And I wish the line bike people good luck. Absolutely. I want to see a picture though. Uh, it's sitting over here spinning. So Tone, if you got it. So just graveyards of the. Oh, I mean, it from, is. It you. It looks like um, I don't know the, the botanical garden from uh, a drone, and then when you zoom in on it, it's all bikes. Wow. It is. Look at that. Oh my god! Wow. I mean, those are thousands of bikes just piled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're expected to put five thousand bikes here in the city. Hmm. Maybe start with twenty five hundred and see what happens. They're slowly ramping up. Yeah. I mean, I wish it all the success in the world. I do, too. Yeah. And let's just treat them nicely, okay? Yeah. Guys, people are watching us. All right? Yeah. Have respect. All right. I saw somebody riding one the other day. Did you? Yeah, just cruising. They sure were. They rode it to the zoo. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. Are they in South City, too? I don't or are they know. just downtown? I think they're in South City. I think they're in the city of St. Louis. See, I mean, you could ride them anywhere. Yeah. And then you have that app and you, you GPS where the next bike is. Great idea. Just be respectful, mm-hmm. you jerks. Yeah, can't have anything nice around here, you jerks. No, and speaking of Hale Hubbard, I was up at Hubbard on Friday. Yeah. The new studios. And uh, it's coming along. Our new studio. Were you commissioning the bronze statue of yourself there's, over there's there? There's a plastic sheet. There's a plastic sheet over the over the door frame, and it's kind of peeked in. 
Mm-hmm. And they've stripped what the what the room was, so it's it's empty now. Yeah, but I can see progress is being done. Nice, like there is progress. Man, I'm excited to get up there. Still got a window, right? We still Windows got a window. All good. Okay. Big ass window. Big ass studio. It's big, man. It really super is. super stoked. So oh, we should boy. name it. We should name it the Big Ass Studio. <laughs> it is. Let's head to the bass. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is from Zed. Zed lives in Madrid, Spain, and he's he's writing in about the Lime Bike thing as well. They do a car sharing thing over there, so it's just like Lime Bikes, only with cars. Oh, they have that in New York. Uh, we have cars. The Zip car. This is uh, Enterprise. Uh, yep, car share, I think is what they call it. We have cars where you can scan an app and it unlocks just like the Lime Bikes. They're all over the city and they're amazing. Almost anyone can use them with approval from the app. Do you think this would work in St. Louis? I think they do have Zipcar. Zipcar St. Louis. Enterprise Car Share is one. Yep. Yeah, that's... that's... Zipcar... Zipcar is a company, though. Is that is that the same thing as Enterprise though? I don't know. So so basically, what the Enterprise Car Share is is so you sign up for this service where basically you pull up your phone and it says, "Hey, here's a car. Here's one of the cars that we have." You go there, you punch in the code, it unlocks the door, you get in, you drive it. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's essentially the same thing. Now I'm saying it out loud, it's the exact same thing as a line bike, but it's a car. Zipcar in St. Louis. I be- I believe it's I believe it's here too. Yeah, put in your zip. Put in your zip. That's a great program. Because if you do that, you can take it downtown, and then if you go to Sular or something like that, and then take an Uber home. Well, then you can just pop the trunk and just steal all those bikes. That's true. <laughs> how many bikes? How many line bikes could I fit in the trunk of the zip car? Yeah, the zip car looks like it doesn't. I I don't know if it's in St. Louis, but membership from seven dollars a month or seventy bucks a year. Soon you'll have access to cars near you. Check back soon. Zipcar is coming to you. Is what well, there you go. Right well, Enterprise has one now in the area. Yeah, I'm, I've, I have a buddy who lives in, in, in Manhattan, and he's he's used a Zipcar. Hmm. There's actually, right now I'm looking at, there's two cars from Zipcar at the airport right now. Hmm. You better get them. Now, so, who's who's on the hook for it when it gets stolen? So if you want to drive a uh, Toyota Corolla named Darlene, it'll cost you nine bucks an hour, hmm. or sixty nine bucks a day. So if you need to get from boop to boop and carry something, there you go. If you need to haul something, pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, we were talking about the emailer who emailed us a couple of, or a couple of days ago. They have a common ground in their neighborhood where one guy is taken to letting his kids ride dirt bikes on there. Yes. And we talked about the noise. We talked about well, whose the property annoyed, is it. The guy's it. annoyed by, by the noise outside at, what, all hours, mm-hmm. did he say? This kid's on the dirt bike out in the empty lot next mm-hmm. door, which is not his. Right. And I don't think we ever found out whose it was. I don't know if it's common ground or private, privately owned. The guy's just not around. But we have an, a, a listener emailed in, said uh, he would agree that this is wrong if the landowner of the property objects to the use of his land. He's sure the landowner would be liable for any accidents that would happen on the yes. property. But he was a little surprised that we came to such a quick response uh, that this was wrong due to the noise. He says, quote, I think we as adults have to remember 
what it was like to be young and use this as a teaching point. I've heard you debate what time to start mowing your lawn, yeah, and the same logic should be used here. Just because you haven't been caught yet doesn't mean it's right. I believe the listener should set up some guidelines with their neighbor when is a good time for them to ride. Just remember, at least these kids are not sitting on a couch playing video games. That's that's true. But what this person probably doesn't remember from the email originally is that the noise was so loud it rattles his windows. Yeah. If it's just and that I, sucks all yeah, hours of if the day. It's just you, know in the distance, you know when that's acceptable? Never a clock. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just in the distance and you just hear like that's fine. But if it's so loud it's rattling my windows, I have an issue yeah. right now. And you're not supposed to be doing it? Boy, I'm glad the kid's outside, you know, not playing the video games. Okay, but now he's being annoying right outside here. Right. I got little Timmy next door throwing hand grenades in the backyard. At least he's outside. <laughs> he's not inside. He's got a hell of an arm. <laughs> well, have yeah, I don't, I don't get your logic there. I'd rather him be inside playing video games than annoying me. <laughs> Right? Yeah. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, Justin here writes in, says, uh, Case File is a great true crime podcast that puts out a new episode weekly, and he's letting us know about a podcast because we let everybody know about podcasts as well. Uh, let's see. I'm sending this recommendation because last year they released Case Number 53. So Case File is the name of the podcast. They do a new one each week. Case 53 is about the Golden State Killer that was oh. just uh, caught last week. So it's called Case Files? Yeah, casefilepodcast.com is a place where you can go to get it. And also, he says that I mentioned enjoying Michael Che's uh, stand-up during Seth Rogen's Hilarity for Charity on Netflix. And he wanted me to know that Michael Che has his own Our Special 2016 on there as well. It's called You're a Michael, che Michael fan. Matters. I mean, I'm okay with him. Now that I saw his stand-up, I thought it was good that one time. Yeah, I'll check that out. Case Files. And people uh, hitting us up over the weekend about us not being on Spotify. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, Spotify responded. Oh, they did? To somebody's tweet, I believe Spotify responded. And... With the whole move and everything, we've been moving servers. So it went from we used to be hosted on this, now we're hosted on this. Uh-huh. And apparently, Spotify and the new host, they are working to create a relationship. Oh, okay. I saw, I saw a little bit of a groundswell. Oh, I was getting tweets all weekend. Yeah, all yeah. weekend long. And with Spotify tagged on it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah Spotify. Some of this stuff was pretty funny going over. Spotify cares tweeted back to someone oh, okay. and said like. We're trying to get a relationship with where the new podcast is hosted. So, all right, it so seems soon. like they miss us. It soon. seems like they miss okay. us. Good. So it's not down. Well, and well out. I miss them. Good. And now here is today's <laughs> mattress direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, shouting out today's Team Riz member of the day, Tanner Lagrasso. Yeah. Team Riz member from St. Louis. From the uh, first time Tanner listened to the Riz show, she was hooked and has not missed one show since. She says the Riz Show and coffee are the two motivations for me not hitting the snooze button every day. Well, that's nice. Uh, Tanner's mother is a retired Navy nurse, and Tanner now gets to serve veterans for a living. So she says, I also really appreciate your support of law enforcement and our military. And hearing your support makes me proud to call you my morning show. Well, thanks for what you do for the vets, and thanks to your uh, to your mom for doing what Absolutely. she did. She says, I would be honored to wear the Team Riz jersey and would wear it with pride. Well, there you go. Tanner LaGrasso gets the Team Riz Member of the Day Super Sweet Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com.
slash Team Riz. You know, there are big lines at the car wash this weekend. You get your car washed? Uh, I did not. That's why I didn't. I'm doing it today. I almost went yesterday about 4 or 5 o'clock, and I was like, I'd be in line. Well, it's supposed to rain later this week, right? I think today's going to be even worse. Yeah. Oh, today's going to rain? No, 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 no. The line will be even worse. Not not at the time that I go, though. You're right there. You're you know? right. But, I mean, it's, I mean, it's unless, supposed to be 80 today. Unless people so. do it at lunchtime, maybe. I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. There were lines. Ugh. I'm yeah, not yeah, a neat but, freak on my car, but it's embarrassing how dirty my car the, is. The rain starts Wednesday, so... Yeah, my wife's got a, a newer car, and it's black. And I'm like, man, this is filthy. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I mean, and you did actually say those words. To yes, me. I did. <laughs> there's n- listen, there's nothing There's nothing more awesome than a clean car yeah. inside and out. I think it's the, the inside vacuum is oh, the, yeah. the best. Oh, God. You give me some inside mm. vacuum and some armor all. Oh, you just made my mom. Oh, oh boy. All right. Stop. I can't do it. I'm uncomfortable. I, I don't like Don't it. stand up whenever you do. He looked at me when he did that. <laughs> you want some uh, some hacks for uh, cleaning your car? Yeah. We were just spring, talking about earlier that we cleaning. needed some, yeah. little spring cleaning hacks, okay? This is for the car. Okay, so on your seats, you know, in some of the nooks and crannies, sometimes like... Uh, dirt or like little rocks could get in there or if you sometimes eat in your car or the kids eat in the car. Yeah. Clean all the nooks in your car's upholstery using a flathead screwdriver and a rag. So wrap the rag around mm. the end of the screwdriver yep, I've and done use this. it to clean out any dirt and grime stuck in there. I've done but just be gentle. With a paper towel. Yep. Because it could rip the vinyl. Even with the rag on there. Yeah. But I'm going to do that. I bet I do a lot of these because I am an innovative Hoosier, so... Use a small foam paintbrush and a can of compressed air to clean your vents. Hmm. Use the brush first and blast the vents with some air to finish them off. That makes sense. That I've never done before. Uh, Clean your grill with dryer sheets instead of a rag. It makes it a little easier to get all the dead bugs off, and it won't scratch the paint. I've done Hmm. this. Clean leather seats with Woolite. Spray them with one part Woolite. 10 parts water, and wipe them down or use a toothbrush. With cloth seats, just use a carpet cleaner. Uh, clean your headlights with toothpaste. And make sure you use the kind with baking soda in it. They might not look brand new, but it works better than just soap and water. Yeah, listen, all the YouTube videos that you see where it goes from like, my headlights are foggy. And then they sp- squirt toothpaste on there and they're yeah, brand it's, new. it's not exactly like that. Come on. It, it'll help, though. It really does. Uh, clean your windshield wipers and, and use rubbing alcohol to keep them clean. A lot of people replace them before they really need to. Just wipe them down with hot soapy water, then put some rubbing alcohol on there to keep mm. them from streaking. Oh, the rubbing alcohol wouldn't dry out the rubber, huh? Apparently not. Okay. And they say use soda to clean the corrosion off your car battery. Just yeah. unscrew the terminals and dump some uh, Coke or Pepsi on there. It's not going to hurt anything. And then scrub the corrosion off with a wire brush and rinse it with warm water. Yeah, I worked at a gas station back in uh, senior year in high school, and that was the big thing. You just dump a can of Diet Coke on there and just just take a rag and just wipe it right off. You are welcome, St. Louis. Four letters. <laughs> N-E-A-T. 
The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. There was one other one that I read long time ago, like where your cup holders can get crap in there, down oh, yeah. in there. And you, is it like silly putty or something, or clay or something? You stick in there and you just push it all down and pull it all up, and oh, it all sticks to idea. it and comes right out. Now, folks, you got to pay attention to this list, though. It'll be up on the blog because you don't want to clean your your headlights with a screwdriver. Like you don't no, want to mix no, and match. No. Don't mix up the list. <laughs> Don't clean your vents with soda. Like, that's not going to work out well. Right, welcome back. So, anybody see any of uh, Michelle Wolf's stand-up at the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner? I saw a little I, I, bit it, of it's it. It's not stand-up. It's a roast. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. it's a roast. They do that White House Correspondents' Dinner every year, and everybody gets dressed uh, dressed up, you know, put on I mean, tuxes and fancy clothes and get all gussied up. It's stand-up. She just has a podium there, or whoever it is. Has, yeah, has a, you know so. what I mean? I guess so. I've seen nothing. Did Did you hear about it though? I didn't. I did not. I just uh, all I saw was controversy. You know. Well, do you know what the White House Correspondents Dinner yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember what like Kimmel did it a couple years ago, and Seth uh, Meyers, Trevor did it. Noah did it a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. And every year somebody's pissed. Mm-hmm. Every year somebody gets pissed off. Oh, this person went too far. That person went too far. You offended this person. You offended that person. It also depends on what side of the aisle you're on. This is very true. So she spent uh, a lot of time, this Michelle Wolf chick, who is, I think she's on The Daily Show? Yeah, she's one of the correspondents, and she does stand up. She's done some special. She's been in this building. Oh, she has? hmm So she spent a lot of her time roasting the president and his team, and naturally one half of America would probably say she was hilarious. Well, the other half, they would say she was terrible. So she did almost 20 minutes of uh, material, and, and I got some of the highlights. So first, she uh, she roasted Congress. Here's uh, Michelle Wolf roasting Congress at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And just a reminder to everyone, I'm here to make jokes. I have no agenda. I'm not trying to get anything accomplished. So everyone that's here from Congress, you should feel right at home. Uh, get it? Do you get it? I don't know if you get that. Do you guys get that? Okay. And I, I guess the most criticism she's taking is when she was talking about Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who's the White House spokesperson. And she was basically sitting right next to her. So here she is roasting Sarah Sanders. And of course we have Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We are graced with Sarah's presence tonight. I have to say I'm a little starstruck. I love you as Aunt Lydia and the Handmaid's Tale. I don't get that. I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful. Like she burns facts and then she uses that ash to create a perfect smoky eye. Like maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. Probably lies. <laughs> and I'm never really sure what to call Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You know, is it Sarah Sanders? Is it Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Is it Cousin Huckabee? Is it Auntie Huckabee Sanders? Like, what's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? Oh, I know, Aunt Coulter. <laughs> That's a long way to get get a shot yeah, at Ann I Coulter. Mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man. People are saying that was over the line. 
A lot of heat for insulting uh, Sarah's uh, physical appearance. But really, just listening to that clip, wasn't it more about the eye makeup? Mm -hmm. And the, uh, you know, I guess her duties as White House spokesperson? Yeah. I don't know. She also uh, roasted uh, CNN and MSNBC. We've got our friends at CNN here. Welcome, guys. It's great to have you. You guys. I don't love her voice. Oh, my God. Yeah, Thank yeah, God you said it, man. I was that's wondering how many how many sound bites you were going to play before somebody said something. Like I try not to, but. There's a lot of. Un, is it yelling? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you'd put She's it. She's the talker like this. Yeah. There's a time where I went to the store. <laughs> And then, okay, I got it, yeah. I feel like it's somebody's mother dressing me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I told you, don't take your hands off of the steering wheel when you're driving. All right, here, here she is with the CNN and MSNBC roast. It's great to have you. You guys love breaking news, and you did it. You broke it. The most useful information on CNN is when Anthony Bourdain tells me where to eat noodles. We've got MSNBC here. MSNBC's new slogan is, this is who we are. Guys, it's not a good slogan. This is who we are is what your mom thinks the sad show on NBC is called. Did you watch This Is Who We Are this week? Someone left on a crockpot and everyone died. It was cool that the goo guys were there, though. Yeah, they got invited this year. <laughs> that is neat. No, they, they needed you to gotta, be there. <laughs> you see them all dressed up. They really needed to be there. Uh, you know, it was good that we got seats all next to each other for them. You know what her voice, though, what it really does sound like? It sounds, like, it sounds like she's trying to talk to somebody across the party. But there's a whole bunch of other people talking. So hey, she's like, hey, hey, can you give so me a ride home? You're saying what I was thinking. I think she didn't realize that there's actually a microphone in front of her that actually projects Jeff, her voice for Jeff, her. Can you go into the cover to get more chips? Would you let me know when my Uber's here? It's like I'm she, trying to find my other shoe. It's like she's on the radio but trying to talk to somebody from St. Peter's in this room, though. <laughs> What did you say? You don't like watching CNN? Can you go to the bedroom and get my coat? Anybody else feeling a draft? My coat is black. It's no, black. it's black. Longer than that one. Here she is ripping on Hillary Clinton. It is kind of crazy that the Trump campaign was in contact with Russia when the Hillary campaign wasn't even in contact with Michigan. <laughs> The goo guys go together. <laughs> they took a bus over. <laughs> goo! And then uh, one more thing. Uh, this is her um, going after Megan Kelly and uh, the co-host from Morning Joe. I watch Morning Joe every morning. We now know that Mika and Joe are engaged. Congratulations, you guys. It's like when a Me Too works out. We also, Rachel Maddow, we cannot forget about Rachel Maddow. She's the Peter Pan of MSNBC. 
But instead of never growing up, she never gets to the point. <laughs> Watching Rachel Maddow is like going to Target. You went in for milk, but you left with shampoo, candles, and the entire history of the Byzantine Empire. <laughs> and of course, uh. Megyn Kelly. What would I do without Megyn Kelly? Yeah. You'll probably be more proud of women. <laughs> Megyn Kelly got paid $23 million by NBC. Then NBC didn't let Megyn go to the Winter Olympics. Why not? She's so white, cold, and expensive, she might as well be the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Those were a little late there. They missed the guy cueing them. They were at the bar. They fell asleep. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, there are the highlights. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Yikes. If those were the highlights, guys. Yeah, those are the highlights. <clears throat> Jeff. Ah. You do the crap on celebrities. That'd be great. <laughs> it's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. While at least two people in this room saw Avengers uh, Infinity War and boy, a lot, a lot of people did. It broke the record for the biggest opening weekend Ever, you don't say. By taking in two hundred and fifty million dollars. I had Patrico on Friday. I was, I was wrong. You said it was gonna bomb and becoming like I sixth did, place I or get something. Jerks. Hey, by the way, by the way, I saw on Twitter somebody sniped you. Actually, somebody sniped your seat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody called Patrico out for not taking his stuff to the garbage after the movie. Which, by the way, uh, apparently, and I felt terrible about it, but apparently I shouldn't. Because people were like, that's what their job is. Leave it. Everybody leaves it. I'm so like, after, okay. So after the movie's over, I ask you two, Scott and uh, Jeff over there. So you got your soda, you got your popcorn, you got your empty tubs, you know, whatever it is, your your candy wrappers. Do you take your stuff to the garbage? A uh, million percent, yes. I always do. Oh, And I do, too. Yes. And I do, too. Um, but I, not. I didn't la- I didn't on, on Saturday night. And, and you got caught. I didn't get caught. I just you forgot to do it. I don't. I wouldn't consider that being caught. Got caught. Yeah. What was your excuse? Uh, it was twelve forty-five in the morning, and I totally forgot about it. Like I, I, I literally have no excuse. I think that's a that's a pretty nice thing to do. Is take your. Oh, I think it's Absolutely, a nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah. but I, apparently, like I said, that so that person tweeted me and was like. Wow, Patrico, I can't believe you left. I was like, oh my God, my bad. I'm like, I'm a disgusting slob. You can't take me anywhere. And uh, a bunch of people tweeting and were like, dude, no big deal. That's what they get paid to do. Even like a couple of people that work there were like, I don't know. People that worked at a movie theater. What do they know? They they, they worked there. <laughs> and they tweeted me and they were like, that was our job is to pick up the trash in the movie theater. Like, Listen, I know Carl Werenberg. All hey. right. How is Carl? <laughs> I don't. Know, I would never do it. I wouldn't I, leave mine there. Listen, you could also leave. Neither your, would I. I did this one time your, by your, mistake. You could also go to Lion's Choice and leave your you could leave your tray right there too. Why they pay? Yeah, people are there yeah, to clean it up. Clean it up for you. You're not supposed to do that at Lion's Choice. No, you're not. <laughs> oh my God! Can I have a tangent real fast? Since we're talking restaurants, I was at uh, 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 Breadco in Eureka yesterday mm-hmm. for breakfast. We went. Julie and I went there for breakfast, and there was a dude full mouth chewing with a piece of whatever it was that he was eating in his hand. And you know the counter where you go to pick up your food when your little thing rings? Mm-hmm. Leaning tongue, leaning over the counter like this, looking at them making food, full on chewing with food in his hand like this. Just chewing, looking over like that. 
I, I already have was my food address. No, it was, sorry, it was a customer. And I don't know if he was waiting for more food or what, but leaning over, looking like, what, into what the... Disgu- disgusting, like uh, food coming out of his food mouth? Food coming out of his mouth, food in his hand that he had just taken a bite from. And then later on, while he was standing in front of there, full-on blew his nose right in front of the counter where you pick up your and, food. And you know what? And that's on the it's employees disgusting. to go. Yeah, that's exactly. on the employees to go, listen, sir, back to your seat. Right. <laughs> Because the manager at uh, at Breadco in Eureka is packing at all times, as we, <laughs> sir, 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 sir. But I didn't, your seat. I didn't you know, know what I could have done as a customer other than just nothing. Get out. Talk about it on the radio out. the next yeah, day, nothing. I guess. So, uh, back to this uh, Avengers Infinity War thing. So, taking in two hundred fifty million dollars, Star Wars: The Force Awakens now drops to second as far as biggest opening weekend ever. Just barely made it to uh, beat it two forty eight. Avengers also had the best Saturday ever. Just on Saturday, took in $83 million. Jurassic World previously held that record with $69.6 million. And uh, Super Troopers 2 came in six for the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, but up to uh, $22.1 million in, uh, just after two weeks. So, And the budget was $13.5. So. Riz, cool um, on that. Yes. So the previews before the movie, they had a preview for Solo. Did it change your mind at all? You know what? Here's my only thing. It's being directed by Ron Howard. I mean... He's a great director. Is he really going to put out a turd? I it did. Know. It did nothing for me. I'm going to see it. Like uh, when I saw the uh, the trailer for Rogue One for the first time, I was like, "This looks badass." Like I want to check this out. This did absolutely nothing for me. I and I think. The same and, way. And, and you want to know why? I don't believe him as Han Solo. And I saw a, a little meme the other day, which I think it makes sense. They should have just did. They should have just had Harrison Ford and just tried to make him look younger. Think so? I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it, but I'm gonna go in very skeptical. Like, are you going? You, that's a theater movie for you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go in with a bad attitude. <laughs> that's always that's always a good start. <laughs> Tell you that right now. You impressed me, Ron Howard. <laughs> the ball's in your court, yeah. Ron. You're to walk in with your arms folded. All right, do this. All right, so Bill Cosby has been convicted of three counts of sexual assault. So now what? He is not headed to jail just yet. Cosby, who posted a million dollars bond. Now comes to prison rate. <clears throat> exactly. Well, we'll get there. Uh, remains free, <laughs> free on bail. Friday uh, said the sentencing would likely take place in 75 days. So before sentencing, Cosby was ordered to undergo a, quote, sexually violent predator assessment. And he was placed under house arrest. He is also required to wear a GPS monitor, stay within a five-county area. Each count of the uh, three counts he was convicted of carries up to 10 years in prison, but he may serve the terms concurrently. Prison life will be a big change for Cosby. Yeah. Whose net worth? About $400 million. This was a couple of years ago. He owns uh, several homes, a fortune's worth of artwork and luxury cars. So he would be one of... 83 inmates that are 80 or, or older in the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. I bet you you will not see any jail time. Are you saying that because he's half blind? Yep. I bet you for health reasons, he will not see jail time. Well, I have information on that for you. He's one of just a few uh, inmates who are le- who will be legally blind. He would be permitted to send and receive monitored emails, and he would be assigned a sighted inmate who would likely be paid 19 to 42 cents an hour to help lead him around the facility. And he's appealing his conviction. So that you may mark be... mark my a, words. 
Not gonna not gonna see a single day behind bars. You think so? I think so. Hmm. What, do you think, what do you think? Like house arrest or? I think he'll be under house arrest for the rest of his life. Wow. Anybody want, want to throw a ten on it? I don't want to throw a dime on it. Anybody want to throw a tenner on it? I'll go ten. All right. Ooh. Scott will take some of that money bags, Magoo over there. Yeah. Throw it around. Yeah. Over you were here with the full time right, job let's, and throwing let's, money so around. He's got to spend more <laughs> than a week in jail. <laughs> oh wait, now listen. He's setting What's rules. That? He's got to spend seven days in jail. He's got to spend more than a week in jail, and then he wins. Okay. Write can it down. Time Write it down. Put it on the board. Can past time serve work? I don't think. Has he done any time actually? I don't think he has. I don't either. believe no. so. Uh huh. That's zero time. So this is zero so far. So we're at zero (laughs) right now. Uh, One day after two women claimed Tom Brokaw sexually harassed them, in NBC News back in the 90s, a bunch of female journalists, including Rachel Maddow, Andrea Mitchell, Maria Shriver, have signed a letter characterizing him as, quote, a man of tremendous decency and integrity. It was a letter sent Friday. Current and former colleagues had, uh, had his back, quote, Tom has treated each of us with fairness and respect. He's given each of us opportunities for advancement and championed our success throughout our careers. Now, Brokaw, who was an anchor at NBC Nightly News, was allegedly subjected, or, or he he allegedly subjected two women to unwanted advances, and he says he's angry and hurt by this. And I he wonder is, how many of these women that have signed this thing mm-hmm. have been in the past saying, we need to believe every accuser. Well, they do go on to say, hey, look, we need to look into all of this, all of the situations. Yes, and we are for the movement, but this particular guy, no way, is, is basically what the, the gist yeah. of it is. But good, great point there. Chance the Rapper. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're concerned about my thoughts on your thoughts. Thank you, Jeff. Chance the Rapper has apologized for defending Kanye West's pro-Trump Twitter rants recently. He says, quote, my fault, yo. That was well, it right there. My fault, yo. Well, do you have the series of tweets? Yes. Uh, he says, quote, I understand why people are disappointed. You mean talking about chances? Yeah, chances. Yeah. I understand why people are disappointed with my words. And then he goes on to say, <clears throat> we have to talk honestly about what has been happening in this country. And we have to challenge those who are responsible. That happens to include someone I love. It's not my job to protect or defend well, him. It's my job to pick up the phone and talk to him about all it. All right, tell me, but to go back to the first, the tweets that made him apologize. Uh, let's see. Black people don't have to be Democrats. That one. Yeah. And then followed by a deflection from the real conversation. I said this ish at the wrongest time. <laughs> My fault, yo. And I said this ish at the wrongest time. <laughs> so Kanye himself posted some new music on his website. Yeah, but, you know, Kanye was like, don't let the don't let the gang mentality sway your thoughts or something like that. And mm. then Chance the Rapper got heat and then changed what he said. And then apologize for it, which was exactly what Kanye West said. And you know, Kanye is playing this amazingly on social media, is he not? I, you know what? I'm thinking this whole thing, this whole I'm pro-Trump is just a troll to sell more records because he's got records coming out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's three pieces of audio coming up. And that third piece, I think, is going to uh, validate exactly what you said. But before we get there... Uh, the first song is called Lift Yourself. And if you go to the first cut there, the ending, this is the ending of the song Lift Yourself. Listen to this. The but they don't really realize, though, today, yeah, yeah, this next verse, this next on. verse, though, these bars. What the hell is this? Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets much worse. Watch this. Scoop. 
Scoop de dee whoop, whoop de scoop de poop, poop de scoop de scoop de whoop, whoopy de scoop whoop poop, poop de dee whoop scoop, poop, poop, scoop de dee whoop, whoop de dee scoop, whoop de dee scoop poop. Kaka. Whoop did he scoop poop. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you right wow. now, this man is a genius, and I'll tell you why. Because he knows he can put that out and people will go crazy for it. Oh, but are they going crazy? It's a new Kanye song. Yeah. You know what he's gonna do? Here's what he's gonna do. He's gonna put all this garbage out and then he's gonna then put out something awesome. Something for real. And, and you know what? I bet this in is one all of his, not for real. In one of his songs, you're gonna hear a line or a verse or something that says Y'all thought I supported Trump? Ha ha ha, fooled you, or something like that. Because that's the type of stuff he does. And he, you know what? And here's the reason why I'm validating what Riz was saying about this whole Trump thing and then getting into it with uh, Chance the Rapper. The uh, There's another song in there. It's called Ye Vs. The People. And it's he and T.I. arguing back and forth about Kanye's supporting of Donald Trump. Bruh, I never ever stop fighting for the people Actually wearing the hat to show people that we equal You gotta see the vantage point of the people What makes you feel equal makes them feel evil See, that's the problem with this damn nation All blacks gotta be Democrats Man, we ain't made it off the plantation With blatant regard for the people who put you in position Don't you feel an obligation to them? I feel an obligation to show people new ideas And if you wanna hear them, they go to right here Make America great again Had a negative perception I took it, boy Rocked it, gave it a new direction Added empathy Caring, love, and affection And y'all simply Questioning my methods What you willing to lose for the point right. it, it goes on like that But yeah. I don't want to play the whole thing But what's going to happen is It's going to come out That he's just kind of trolling everybody mm-hmm. And you have all these older type politicians Who have no idea who Kanye West is Or what he does They've been going, best. Kanye West is a Trump supporter. And he's playing all of them. Mm. Watch. Did you see the uh, what he supposedly is wanting for his album cover? And do you think that's a joke or not? The, uh, the doctor who performed the plastic surgery on his mom like the day before she died, he's going to be on the cover of the album, like his face. Like the doctor. So the doctor who he thinks killed his mother. Yes. He says that it's time to forgive and forget, and he wants so to promote positive. Yeah. on the cover of your record. Yeah. Okay. And this was this was from a tweet he and somebody else, or I'm sorry, text that he and somebody else were doing back and forth, and then it made its way to the to the interweb. So okay, uh, when you think of ethic, uh, method acting and getting into a character and really selling that character, you think Rob Schneider, right? I yes. always do. It's Rob Schneider, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> The two greatest actors of our generation. You you got that right. He does not like uh, the way. Have you seen Waterboy? <laughs> That's a good point. He does not out like Alec Baldwin's take on Donald Trump. He says, "Quote: The fun of SNL was always you never knew which way they leaned politically. You kind of assumed they would lean more left and liberal. But now the cat's out of the bag, and they are completely against Trump, which I think makes it less interesting." Is what he says. He hates Alec Baldwin's portrayal of Trump. Says he's not a comedian. He is an actor, and he shouldn't be doing it so over the top. And he brings up Dana Carvey's uh, treatment of George H. W. Bush. Dana Carvey was always, uh, I always felt was was. Uh, 
lighthearted when he did the Yeah, compassionate towards the character yeah. itself. George H.W. Bush. Yeah, and, and Rob Schneider says that this is just basically, he's a brilliant actor, but he's not a comedian. It's just full of hate. Clearly hates the man that he's playing, which I would agree with. And I don't watch SNL very much, but man, I'm assuming they're still doing it. I mean, people got to be over it by now, right? They haven't done it in a couple weeks. Hey, we get it. You don't like Trump. Cool. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this next guy here is a musical guest on SNL soon because you know who Mason Ramsey is, right? Anybody? Uh, I do. Name sound familiar? Anybody? Mason Ramsey? Oh, yeah. He's a yodeling kid. Uh, The Walmart yodeling kid just released his first single. He already has a major label album deal. The yodeling video came out 29 days ago. Here's his newly recorded song. But girl, ever since I met you, I got a whole new perspective. If I'm gonna be famous for something, I wanna be famous for loving you. If I'm gonna be known around the world, I wanna be cause of you, girl. Nothing wrong with the center of attention. Long as I'm with you, I don't mind the pictures. If I'm gonna be famous for something, girl, I wanna be famous for loving you. Why is a guy that's 11 years old got to be singing about being famous for loving you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. Where's the yodeling? That's all I, I want to hear. No yodeling. Uh, yodeling that's got, his thing. It got him in there, but his talent will keep him there. Also, quickly here, uh, this is for my uh, late great uh, mother-in-law and everybody out there who's grammar nuts. Some classic song titles that have their grammar corrected. Okay? So instead of What's Love Got to Do With It by Tina Turner... Grammatically correct, it's what's love have to do with it. Okay. Are you talking about like journey, don't stop believing instead of don't stop believing? There's one or two of them like that, but it's more like I feel good by James Brown should really be I feel well. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't found what I'm looking for should be I still haven't found that for which I'm looking. Elton John's Rocket Man should be, of course, Rocket Person. Me and Bobby McGee from Janis Joplin, Bobby McGee and I. Uh-huh. I always thought that. I can't uh, I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get any satisfaction. Who are you going to call, Ghostbusters? Whom are you going to call, <laughs> Ghostbusters? Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Weathers is There's No Sunshine. Uh, who Do You Love should be Whom Do You Love. So that, that, we, we did that with a song that we played on this radio station. I believe it was Bleachers. I want to get better, and every time Jeff would go, I would like to get better. <laughs> like to feel some bothered, improvement. Bothered. <laughs> on TV tonight, you got the 26th season premiere of Dancing with the Stars on ABC, and this is the uh, this is the round where it's all athletes. NBC has The Voice, and tonight on A and E, thank goodness George Lopez has another TV series. <laughs> it's the premiere of Very Superstitious with George Lopez. He goes around the country to show how similar people from different cultures uh, by looking at the depths of our superstitions. This guy, man, he gets work. I'm telling you, he does. Uh, your crappy birthdays. Gal Gadot is 33. She is Wonder Woman. Uh, Johnny Galecki. That's Leonard from Big Bang Theory. David from Roseanne. He's 43. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is 36. Isaiah Thomas, former NBA star, former NBA coach. He is 57. Burt Young. Oh, Pauly from Rocky. Yep. And I love how they put this every time. Rocky's no good brother-in-law, Pauly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's yes, 78. Scott. And just so I don't get in trouble, because I almost forgot, but today is mine. As well, my like, birthday. Today's, today's your birthday? Yes. Who are you getting in trouble what? with, yourself? Well, I've, 
Yeah, I guess. All but right. if you don't say it, then something could happen. Holy hell! Happy birthday! Happy Wait. birthday! Oh my god! That's so here. I got you and this it's pen. Thanks. It's Scott's birthday. He's twenty-two. Uh, today's Burton birthday of the day. She is one of those actresses who's been a grandma for about 40 years. Uh, she was Mama in Raising Hope. She was Gam Gam in Beer Fest. Mrs. Garrett's replacement on The Facts of Life. And the filthy grandma in every movie ever. Cloris Leachman is how old? Oh, boy. 91. Damn, I'll go 84. Mm. 88. 92 years young. So I win that one. Cool. Yep, that's right. crazy. What? <laughs> Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Baby Blonde. Today's birthday girl has been destroyed faster than a lunch tray at a weight loss camp in 128 fine films, including The Dirty Dozen. Five chicks, no problem. Mom and dad can't stop hooking up with my friends. Merry Christmas with the family. Young and trashy, and who can forget her unforgettable role in, oh no, my boyfriend's gay. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Blonde is 34 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. One, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm glad you said something because I'd have felt terrible. It's the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Right, we got sex time fun facts coming up later on. Sex toy of the week. Right now we got some news. Oh yeah, we gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. I saw this uh, was breaking just as I was going to bed last night. So there was a shooting over at Ballpark Village. Two men shot just after 8 o'clock. I guess this was at a rooftop party at the Budweiser Brewer House. One of the men died. One guy shot in the head. The other shot in the leg. The guy shot in the leg is in stable condition, but critical condition. And police said... That an argument broke out at the party, and there were hundreds of people there. Hundreds. Argument breaks out, and the suspect pulls out a gun and starts firing shots into the crowd. The shooter is still at large. They have not caught him. Both private security and off-duty police officers were there. And anyone with info is asked to call the authorities, if you know this guy. But the Cardinals and Cordish, the developers of Ballpark Village, they issued a statement. And they said, we're shocked and saddened by the senseless shooting at a private event at Ballpark Village Center uh, Sunday night. There is nothing more important to us than the safety of our guests. We are praying for the victims and their families. And we are working in every uh, every way possible to help the St. Louis Metropolitan Police, uh, Metropolitan Police Department with their investigation, including their effort to apprehend the individual responsible. We are grateful that our security staff and the St. Louis police officers on site were able to quickly respond and help care for the victims. We are urging anyone with information about what took place 
to contact the St. Louis Police Department or Crime Stoppers. Was there anything else that came out this morning? Uh, That's no. all we know so far. There's a bit of whole. <clears throat> excuse me. There hasn't been a whole lot of that down there, has there? As far as violence and crime and things like that at Ballpark Village. Yeah, I mean it's been relatively quiet, hasn't it? I haven't heard much. So there's been no description of this guy. No. Tall, short. No description. White, black. I mean nothing. Hmm. Last I read the story, said details were to be released soon. It says the very first thing, police have not released a description of the gunman. I mean, is there a reason for that? It's a great point. Like, you know what, what would I, the you know reasoning what I'm, be? You know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that the only thing is, is like, what, what does the guy look like? He's tall. What does yeah, that That's do? better than nothing. That's a good point. Maybe because there was such a big crowd there, they're not, yeah. they're not 100% sure. I mean, I don't know. There's no surveillance anywhere. Maybe it's so vague that it would hurt know. more than help. I don't know. I'm sure they'll release something soon. But there were a lot of shootings this weekend. A 19-year-old shot and killed in North County yesterday morning. Woman was in the 3500 block of Sugarcrest Drive. Shot around 930 yesterday morning. After being shot, taken to a hospital, she later died. Two separate shootings in North City yesterday evening. Just after five, officers found a man in the 5900 block of Hamilton Terrace shot, pronounced it at the scene. A 30-year-old man shot in the head inside a car near Minerva and Montclair Avenues. That's in the Hamilton Heights neighborhood. Police say he was breathing but not conscious. He's in critical, unstable condition. Investigators said the shootings are not related. There was a shooting inside Matthews Park in Bridgeton on Saturday evening. Police found 37-year-old Leroy Allen dead of gunshot wounds inside the park just after 6. They also found a 42-year-old guy with a gunshot wound. A third man later showed up at the hospital, hurt from whatever happened inside the park. And police have not released any information about what led up to the shooting. And if you have any info, please call the Bridgeton Police Department or Crime Stoppers. The Carbondale Police Department and the SIU Police Department are investigating after somebody was hit and killed by a train. By a train? By a train, 4.30 yesterday morning. Officers were called to the area of the East Pleasant Hill Road overpass in reference to a person that was hit by a northbound freight train. And that's not a railroad crossing over there. And the person uh, hit has not been identified yet. Mm. There was a drug deal gone bad in Maplewood on Friday evening, and a woman was hit by a stray bullet. It's around 6.30 on Friday. Three people were doing some kind of drug deal inside a car parked in the parking lot at the Shop and Save near Manchester. You know what that is? Yeah, that's a nice, that whole district's mm-hmm. that really whole, awesome yeah, down there. Really strip nice. Is, is nice. Wow. That whole strip right there. Jerks. Uh, during the deal, one of the suspects robbed the driver at gunpoint. Now the group gets out of the car. There's three of them out of the car now. It was a fight. A guy later identified as 23-year-old Justin Jones pulled out a gun, started firing towards the car. A 30-year-old woman shot in the hip just while walking with a friend. Is completely innocent, just out wow. and about having a good day. Out, probably along God. that road there. Mm. Yeah, there are some pretty decent restaurants. Is that near, like, a, is that place Boogaloo? 
I'm not sure about Boogaloo, what that is. But yeah, there's a. It's right by. Isn't the piano Schlafly. bar right there? It was. Yeah, I think that's that's closed now. But yeah, the live juke okay. joint or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, that that's right there. There's a, like a sports bar right there too, yeah. right? And the one of the area's best bookstores. It's the coolest place down there. You would know that. I know. It's so awesome. Books. Look at this guy. Well, they got books. I can't read, but it's cool. <laughs> I'm like this guy with his books. They're neat to stack things on. And in in all seriousness, this woman who was hit is in a critical condition. Oh man. Uh, this Justin Jones guy and another guy are in custody. Police looking for the third guy, and they think he lives in North County, and was last seen driving a gray Chrysler 300 with damage from the gunfire. That's horrible. That's terrifying. Uh, other news, kind of locally. So the outbreak of illness traced to romaine lettuce. So this romaine lettuce that that has apparently been contaminated was grown in Yuma, Arizona. And the outbreak is continuing. There was a girl from West County that has taken ill, or was ill. Ate a salad. Ate a salad. And they're not saying from where. It was at a restaurant. They're saying a restaurant Mm -hmm. in the St. Louis area. That may or may not have had tainted lettuce. So she ate the salad at this restaurant and then went on vacation to the Dominican Republic with her family and got sick there. So the, the lettuce is believed to have caused the spread of a particularly nasty form of E. coli. And the government reports that 98 people have become sick in 22 states. Of those, 46 required hospitalization, 10 suffered kidney failures. And again, most of the romaine eaten is, is from the Yuma area. In fact, most of the, most of the romaine eaten in the U.S. is grown in that area. Wow. 98, that is a lot. And 10 kidney failures? Damn. They were saying last week, just throw it out. If you if you had romaine lettuce, just throw it out. But I mean, wouldn't you? Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. There's no researching to see where you know. Just throw it out. We did. Yeah. We had. We I saw a story that there was a what is it? Listeria? Is that is that the in some sort of sugar free popsicles? Oh, and it yeah, was like, on. and it was like, it's only if you bought them from this date to this date. It was like a three day span where we had bought ours a month ago. I'm like. Trash. Yeah, get get them out. out. Get out of here. Yeah. Get them out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not risking that. Yeah. Hell no. No way am I messing with that ever. But if you if you wash it, will will washing your lettuce get the E. coli off? I don't know. Which is another reason to just throw it away, yeah, man. Again, are you willing to risk that? No, no. But I'm just saying, if if let's say I had lettuce with the E. coli on, and basically that's caca, isn't it? Uh, caca. I, be- I believe so. Yeah, it's it's. I know this sounds terrible, but it's tainted caca. Caca. <laughs> so just put your leaves over the bidet. You'll be fine. Stop it. Stop. <sighs> it's your birthday today. Yes. Thank All you. Right. You go one more. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not rolling the dice on that. I'm tossing it. But this uh, this chick from uh, West County. Her, her mom says, like, we thought she was going to die. I mean, she got violently ill. Oh, my gosh. And imagine being out of the country yeah. and violently ill. You go, man, you're so sick, you're going to have to go to the hospital where you're going to die. In the Dominican. Yeah. 
No, thank you. No, thank you. Hey, guys, we got an award winner amongst us. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Tony Patrico, St. Louis Go List. Oh. Was it the uh, Post-Dispatch Go List? Post-Dispatch Go List. You got it. And you won uh, Best Male Opera Singer. That is wow. correct. Yeah. yeah. 13 years in a row. Yep. Good job, man. What was Good it? Uh, it was Reader's Choice for Best St. Louis DJ. Oh! Yeah! Congratulations. Oh! And I also came Look in second you. place for Reader's Choice uh, Best St. Louis Twitter. Wow. Oh! Damn. Best Twitter? Was yeah. it Moon nominated for something, too? Uh, he came in fourth place for Best St. Louis Instagram. Oh! <laughs> what were you, uh, who were you up against for the for, DJ? For thing? the DJ? Uh, so I came in first. Uh, DJ Franco and Mike Evans tied for second. Tony Jordan came in third. And DJ Sugar Skull came in fourth. So these are like uh, club DJs? That's what I think. But then, I mean, Tony Jordan was thrown in there, who's who's a, a DJ over on Casey. So I don't know how he got in the mix, but everybody else is like a mobile club DJ. It's like DJ. a DJ used uh, loosely. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. Tony Jordan... Not that I know. Otherwise known as Hair Jordan on Casey. Not that I know. Is he a mobile DJ? I don't believe so. I don't think so. I think he has like a specialty show. So I don't know how his name got What about Twitter? Back. Where did I come in? You are not on the list. Still paging through. <laughs> <laughs> Gus Gus Fun Bus or whatever it is came in first place. Huh. We've battled back and forth over the years. You want Have Gus, you guys, Gus, guys ever bus? done the DJ me, battle? Me and Gus Gus Fun Bus Bus. <laughs> you should do a scribble Well, gag. congratulations. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, where did uh, DJ Scribble Scrabbles come in? <laughs> He changed it to DJ Scribs and Scrabs, uh, but he came in fifth. <laughs> uh, T-Mobile and Sprint are trying again to uh, combine in a deal that would reshape basically the U.S. wireless landscape and bring it down to three major cell phone companies. So the deal was announced yesterday. It would help um, the companies slash costs and would make them a stronger competitor to AT&T and Verizon. But you might see higher prices because the combined company wouldn't have to offer as many promotions to lure in customers. And the proposed all-stock deal values Sprint at about $59 billion and the combined company at $146 billion. And Sprint dropped its bid for T-Mobile more than three years ago after running into concerns about wireless competition during the Obama administration. And back last October, they were poised to combine, but that deal was called off too. So looks like it's happening this time. Sounds like wow. they've broken up a couple of times, but they're they're in it to win it this Sprint time. Sprint huh? T-Mobile getting together. You know, childcare is certainly not cheap, and and new stats. Prove it. A researcher at the Center on Children and Families at the Brookings Institute reviewed data from the U.S. Census Bureau, U.S. Census Bureau's uh, 2016 Early Childhood Program Participation Survey, and the survey had data on over 5,500 representative families with children under the age of five. And he found that a family with a child under five with no special needs, no public assistance and who's in daycare for at least eight hours a week, costs a median of $5.31 per hour and $8,320 per
per year for child care. Damn. That's one kid? One kid. Damn. Families in the northeast and western areas of the country pay slightly more, while those in the south and midwest pay slightly less. Also, if the figure seems low compared to what you pay for child care, you're likely in a higher earning city and earn more yourself. And a previous study noted that more than half of low-income American families have been priced out of daycare altogether. That was going to be my question right there. Who can afford it and who can't? We've got we, we got a friends and family discount because we were referred to this to our daycare and we've got two kids so we get it's a little cheaper if you have two kids. Mm-hmm. And we pay close to this. Oof. It's two a kids. it's it's a little I mean two kids. I got my kids uh, pressing license plates now. There you go. <laughs> got to keep them busy. Uh-huh. On a uh, completely different note, a uh, 42-year-old guy from Vietnam showed up at the hospital last week with an entire chopstick in his ding-a-ling. That's a hard left, huh? Take care to that. All right. Interesting way to eat rice. (laughs) (laughs) Take one away. Take one away. Now you're back back to 0-1-1. So the guy claims that his friend shoved it up, though, while they were, quote, blind drunk. Okay. <laughs> the day before. All right. And he said that he uh, wound up going to the hospital after complaining of difficulty urinating and pain. Now, with the translation from Vietnamese to English, he actually said, uh, quote, really super horny. But that just no, translates blind to blind drunk. drunk. Question. Yeah. The four of us go out and get crazy blind drunk. You wake up the next I morning. I can see a scenario. With, Ty, with, Ty, and, and, so far, right? yes, I'm in. <laughs> Wait. So you wake up the next morning. Before you go potty, before you do anything, you notice a chopstick there. You're immediately going to the hospital. Of course, of course. Why is this guy waiting until there's pain while he's urinating? But yes, I could see if the four of us are hanging out and we got blind drunk that this could happen to somebody. Who's the one that it happens to? Jeff. Thank you. I think it's the reason why you said that because you said the whole chopstick, and I'm the only one who could take the whole thing. It was a four-inch chopstick. Oh, then moon. The chopstick had been... I don't use chopsticks, though, so it couldn't be. The chopstick had been shoved so deep into his thingy that it was... (laughs) That its top was about 1.18 inches from the opening. But a doctor was able to uh, pull it out without surgery. It'll be okay. Jeff, wow. you got to remember, his friends did this to him. Ah. So just because you don't use chopsticks, well, then, yeah, I would mean to- we don't. I would totally say me. Then. I like to use the children's chopsticks for this. <laughs> the ones that are connected? Yeah. I really hope this is a plastic one, not the wooden one. It's Ooh. a wooden one. I I, I. Oh, there's a picture of it. Yeah. If you'd like to check it out online. I think that during the, and we have won, or I'm sorry, this show has won awards for news, and you just call the penis a thingy during. <laughs> during yes, that's what game. they call it on KMOX, too. So. You know, all of uh, the fast food chains are working so hard to stuff us full of fried food at rock bottom prices. Maybe this kind of mix up was inevitable. And you tell me if this was an overreaction. It was. It was totally. Wait, wait. All Wait. right, sorry, sorry. Wait. I know. I jump. I usually jump the gun on these, so sorry. Wait. So a woman went into a uh, Popeyes in uh, Staten Island, New York. 
and she ordered their $4 deal. And it comes with chicken strips, a biscuit, and a side, but no drink. Well, apparently the woman confused it with the Wendy's $4 deal, which does include a drink. And she was so upset that she didn't get a soda, she picked up a chair and smashed the uh, front window of the store. And there's video, and cops are trying to track her down. Riz? Was this an overreaction? I'm going to still stick with my original answer of yes. Going out on a limb on that one. I think it was. Okay, all right. Just barely, though. I mean, Just if you, barely. If you go to a restaurant and you get a $4 deal, if you get anything for $4, just be happy with it. Of course. Of course, this is not somebody sane, John. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, finally, I've never, I've never said this before, and I'll probably never say it again, but there's actually a chance that you're not crazy. Maybe your washing machine really has been stealing your socks. And maybe we know where to find them. There's a photo going viral right now on Twitter that supposedly shows what happened when a landlord removed the bottom panel from one of the washing machines in her building. There's a compartment down there, and it's packed with socks. Yep, that's it. It's insane. That's it. You know what? I had to take apart my washing machine once, and I found socks in there. Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible that all your missing socks are trapped in a hidden compartment in the bottom of your machine. If you have an older washing machine and a dryer, it could be worth opening it up, opening it up, take a look. But newer, newer machines are made a little tighter, so there isn't a place for things to fall through the cracks. You know what I mean? You got like wet fabric, and sometimes it it goes inside, you know, behind things. Mm That's where it is. Wow. Yeah. Could be in that compartment. Amazing, huh? Amazing. All the rumors are true. All right, that is your news brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. America runs on Dunkin'. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, here's Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals have lost their third in a row after getting shut out by the Pirates last night. 5 to nothing in Pittsburgh. Pirates starter Nick Kingham, he took a perfect game into the seventh. This this was his major league debut. Cardinals are off today. They take on the White Sox tomorrow. First pitch scheduled for 7-15 at Bush. Michael Walker gets the start. The Giants, the baseball Giants, San Francisco, they brought in their third baseman, Pablo Sandoval, Panda, to pitch the last inning of their first game of a doubleheader on Saturday. Were they out of pitchers? Because, no, they were, they were down 15-6, to six, oh. and they didn't want to use up all their pitchers because they had a, another game. It was a doubleheader. So they brought in Panda, and he did pretty well. Last position player to pitch for the Giants was July 4th of 1991 when Greg Litton did it against the Astros. And this is rolled out to Hanson. Hit on the ground. Two down. Two outs. How's he doing? Slowly hit. Tomlinson to belt. That's three. And three ground balls in Sandoval. Gets the Dodgers one, two, three. 
for the yes, first time in this game. Yeah, look at the smiles. First time there's been smiles in that dugout all day. That's a perfect inning, folks. Wow. So one, two, three. And when asked after the game, after the second doubleheader, uh, there were members of the coaching staff that were kind of joking and kind of serious, saying if he's needed, he may. He threw an 84-mile-an-hour fastball and wow. then a 70-mile-an-hour curveball. Damn. And both for strikes. Hey, the uh, the Flaherty kid pitched on uh, Saturday for yeah. the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I saw it was 1-1. One, one. He was doing well going into the fifth. Yeah. And then kind of lost it. He gave up three mm-hmm. runs. The, the sixth, that he kind of fell apart. Yeah. They said they sent him back. Did they really already? Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service. See you. Yeah, Thanks, Jack. Back. They sent him back and called somebody else up. Hmm. Thanks, Jack. That's kind of how it works, though, with that guy. Like when you're filling in for somebody that you pitch well, they leave you. You have a little bit of a rough start. They send you back down there. Sometimes it's a confidence booster, too. So. Oh, I thought, I, I thought he, he looked pretty good on yeah. On Saturday. Yep. Huh? Well, I read the reason they sent him down is because they brought up some relief pitchers, and then whenever the next start comes up for him, they'll bring him back up. There you go. And, makes sense. If Wayno's not back yet. Right. That makes you sense. You talked to Matheny yesterday? <laughs> yeah, we, we had a lunch. Chat him a mic? That almost seemed like a some sort of like sports like information oh, yeah. kind of a. It sure did. It's almost like you were like you giving your sports opinion. Uh-huh. Or Thank you. Trying to figure out. Yeah. I think we're all trying to figure it what out. What exactly is that? Uh, That's a hot take. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, results from the second round playoff games over the weekend: uh, the Penguins beat the cat, or the Capitals beat the Penguins four to one. That series tied at one apiece. The Sharks beat the Knights four to three. That series tied at a game apiece. The Bruins just destroyed the Lightning six to two. What a good game that that Knights game was. Yeah. Yeah, Boston leads that series one game to nothing. And during the Winnipeg-Nashville playoff game last night, a player hit the puck so hard that it bounced up and it hit the scoreboard above the ice. All right, here's what that sounded like. Patrick Liney. Now the extra attacker's gone. Opens. Hellebuck's gone to the bench. That comes up and hits the clock. And holds play. Center double pieces flying down. A lot more damage than I thought. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Oh, little debris. It. Who gets the bill for that? <laughs> It's crazy, uh, but the uh, they actually had to clean up pieces of it off the ice before they could keep playing, and Nashville ended up winning that game in double overtime that tied that series at one game apiece. So NBA playoffs continue this weekend. The Pacers, they lost to the Cavaliers 105-101. to Cleveland wins that series four games to three. However, the Pacers did hit a three-pointer as time expired. It wasn't enough to uh, have them advance and beat the Cavaliers. However, it did destroy Vegas. Because that took the the game from seven points to four points, which covered the spread, and they're saying that Vegas lost between three to five million dollars. Oh, damn! <laughs> Not happy there. Uh, this is also crazy here. Antonio Gates, NFL tight end, legendary for oh, the yeah. Chargers. I mean, this is a guy that played basketball, helped Kent State go to the NCAA Sweet 16, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, is like, I'm going to play football, not basketball. I mean, just a tremendous tight end. Drafted by the Chargers, or signed as an unsigned free agent with the Chargers. He invented uh, ice cream of the future, too. Did mm-hmm. you know that? The yep. Dippin' Dots? Dippin' Dots. No. Antonio oh, Gates did. I was like, oh my God, are you for real? <laughs> but anyway, 16 years with the Chargers. Um, and he, he set all kinds of records there. 927 passes, uh, 11,508 yards. Absolutely crazy. The, uh, the, the Chargers said, if you're going to play a 17th year, not with us. They told him they oh. will not sign him. Wow. So Antonio Gates will be looking for another team. He says he does want to play uh, one final year, so it'll have to be with a different team because they signed a tight end, drafted another one, so we'll see what happens there. And finally, the Geico 500 took place at Talladega over the weekend. Here's the final call as Joey Logano took the checkered flag. Everybody on their feet. Logano's going to go top to bottom. 
keep Kurt Busch at bay, and Joey Logano wins Talladega. Oh, Kurt Busch, boy. Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, Ricky Stenhouse, the top five. Oh, boy. Ouch. It ended very, very badly. <laughs> I'm, Patri- I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline who's? Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of my mutual mortgage, NMLS, number 12901. All right, guys, this is uh, a tough one. You want to, uh, I bet you somebody's going to stand up after this. All right. I don't like these. <laughs> so we go to Tavares, Florida. There's a 57-year-old woman named Brenda Allen. And last Monday night, she and her husband were hanging out at home, naked, <laughs> getting drunk. Just getting it? Naked, getting drunk. And uh, they got into an argument. And then Brenda escalated things by trying to yank out her husband's catheter. <laughs> First, it's super sexy when you and your husband are sitting around naked with a catheter. <laughs> That's normally something you'd want to cover up with, right? Hey, honey! Hey, hey, honey! Check it! Hey, is it okay if I talk while you're urinating? Or hey, do you listen, want me to... His doctor must have done a, done a great job installing it because she could not pull it out. And then she, uh, she chased him out of the house. He called 911. Cops came. Brenda arrested for a simple battery. You tw- If you can't get it, you twist a little bit. Just a big old Just- yank. Oh, God. So there you go. From Tavares, Florida, Brenda Allen. Yeah. That's, that's my reaction. Ah. Ah. Lucky guy. Jeff stood up. That's today's headline news. <laughs> Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, sexy time, fun facts after the break. Got some good stuff for you. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show, sexy time, fun facts. Oh, hey, guys, welcome back. Oh, hey, man. Good to see y'all. Especially the birthday boy over here, King Scott. Thank you, thank you. Any, uh, any plans for this evening? Not yet. I guess I'm going to do some dinner with some oh. friends. Yeah, That's nice. Yeah, you can do dinner in the evening when it's not your birthday. You know that, right? Mm-mm. Where are you going? Chipotle? I was thinking something nice like that, yeah. <laughs> something super sweet? Mm-hmm. All right. I, I don't need to tell you beer goggles are real. Your, your sketchy history of questionable decisions is enough proof. But it might be more complicated than we realized. According to a new study out of the University of Pittsburgh, beer goggles are real. And even after one drink, people start to seem more attractive. But the researchers took it one step further. They believe that those beer goggles are the main reason why people drink. (laughs) Quote, social interactions are improved when people are perceived as attractive, so alcohol's effects on perceptions of attractiveness may lead individuals to derive more rewards from social interactions while intoxicated. In other words, it's more fun to hang out with people when you're drunk and they look good. (laughs) And that inspires you to keep going out and drinking. It's the real world right there. That's beer goggles, and it's real. Now, soon enough... Sex robots are going to be walking around, ready to get on with us. In fact, there are some brothels 
over in Europe and in Asia that are strictly sex robots. So here's a question for you. If you have sex with a robot, does it count as sex? Or does it count as pleasuring yourself? I think it's the latter. <clears throat> Jeff? I'll agree. Locking it in real. What? what? I, well, I'm sorry. I thought it was Friday already. <laughs> what the hell just happened? I just passed out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that it's, it, yeah, it's just pleasuring yourself, man. I think so, too. Yeah. I think it's a sex toy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no feelings involved. There's no emotion. Can you be emotionally attached to a device? Because that's what it is. I mean, uh, there are as, those people. As far as feeling love. Right, yeah. I mean, there are those people that live with, you know, the... The mannequins and the and the sex dolls and everything, as if they're a partner. But outside of that, I would think no. Yeah, I I think it's just a sex toy. Here's a question: that even further, if someone who has never had intercourse with a human has intercourse with a robot, are they still a virgin? Uh, Scott, if you had sex with a robot, <laughs> oh, I didn't think he's a virgin. That's right. If you had sex with a robot. That looked like a woman, had like a skin like a woman. Yeah. Even talked, maybe. Hello, Scott. Have sex with me. Your okay, hair. Rosie. Your hair is nice. <laughs> does it count as does it count as sex? Man, I, I would say probably, right? I don't know. It's a, a don't look I'll at me. say it's, yes. It's I'm the official word on it. Yeah, I'll go. Because yes. I think it's just one big sex toy. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're just saying it's you're just pleasuring yourself, basically. But it's called a sex toy. Sure, you do make it a good observation. Yeah, but there's no feelings involved. Like you can't love the. I mean, you could. You could like using the robot. Mm-hmm. Oh, now you're just using her. All right. According to a new study, 39 <laughs> percent of people say it counts as joeing. And 21% say it counts as actual sex. The other 40% either aren't sure or most likely ran away screaming when somebody asked them that question. <laughs> and the survey also found 30% of people think it counts as cheating on your significant other if you get it on with a robot. That that's, was a, gonna, that's another story. That was going to be my question. Is it cheating? If you thought it was cheating. I don't know. I don't think it's cheating. I don't think it's cheating either, but you'd need to have a serious conversation. <laughs> yes, yeah. but spouse. we need to talk. Yeah, if it's just considered joeing, then it's not cheating. But at the same time, okay, so your lady has a toy. Uh-huh. You probably wouldn't say nothing, right? No. Isn't this technically just a toy for a fella? It's an extremely expensive one. Well, as I said, it's a, it's a, it's a sex toy. Right. So why, why would that be different than a woman having something in her sock drawer? Because that's a lot hotter. First of all. According to who? Me. This is still very creepy getting it on with a sex robot. It is yeah. unbelievable. That's why we have to have the discussion. Like, ah. Am I not providing something that you you need that Randy the robot over here is, is giving you? And 16% say they'd rather have sex with a robot than an actual person. That's just people that just hate everybody. <laughs> I also picture the Tin Man with that oil can. <laughs> so that is hot, yeah. Yeah. You know, modern dating is like 93% mind games. And apparently the big trend in dating now is the 
quote-unquote, several nightstand. Not the one nightstand, the several nightstand. And that's where you hang out with somebody a few times a week, get an omelet them, but you never define your relationship at all. Are you dating? A couple? Neither? Both? Who knows? But you do know if you ask, it'll ruin everything, so you don't. You just torture yourself, and that's dating right now. That's that's how you date. Uh, there's an old theory that you should wear red on a first date because it's exciting and, and provocative and tied to love and romance and sex and all that. But apparently, that's not true. Black is the new red. So a study found that black has become a more popular color to wear on dates, especially by people who are looking for an actual relationship and don't just want to get it on. And the researchers say that red might be more associated with sex, but, quote, dates appear to rely more heavily on black in order to attract a potential mate. Hmm. Man, there's a lot of debate about this uh, robot versus sex toy. Well, what's the what's the somebody said about? somebody said like a sex toy is a little different like a, a female sex toy is a little different than a full size robot. Just just imagine taking it. Okay, so they have special toys for gentlemen that are smaller that you can use. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they have the full size sex robots. Imagine your wife. How would you react if you walked in to your wife using her toy that she keeps in her drawer, or a full size male sex robot? I know that's uh, that's. Why would we have to have a discussion? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is different. And somebody else says, if it's got a face, it's cheating. I, I mean, no, if it's not human, I don't think it's cheating. It, uh, to me, it's a robot. Yeah, I, again, it would. I would not consider it's, cheating. It's weird. It's cheating. It's, again, it's weird. you got to have the conversation. I would never go to my wife and say, or go to anybody. And go. I caught my wife cheating on me with a robot. I would go. This is ridiculous. I would say it's him or me. <laughs> <laughs> It's CX-377 or me. Or me. You make the call. <laughs> or if you walked in your wife using that thing, room for one more. Mm-hmm. Room for another human. <laughs> How about we make uh, this threesome Is it two a threesome? Yes, it counts as a threesome. Uh, 74% of single people in a new survey said that being able to have a good conversation with someone is more important than looks. And 60% said it's possible to fall in love. After just one conversation. So here are some 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 conversation buzzkills that could ruin your chance on a date. So if you're negative, 41% said it's a huge turnoff. Talking so much your date can't even get a word in. That's a buzzkill. Controversial topics like politics and religion. Cheesy one-liners. Turnoff. Oh. Yeah, come on, Scott. Sorry. And using too many big words just to seem smart? That's a conversation buzzkill. Man, you know, all five of those really could come from nervousness, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 70% said they've experienced awkward silence on first dates. And the top four ways people deal with them are by changing the subject, ignoring it, staying silent and letting it be awkward. And just looking at their phone. And 13% of people also said they've been so desperate for something to talk about, they've Googled conversation starters during a date. Yikes. 
19% have also done it to prepare for a date. I can tell you this is, uh, whether it was dating or even in just regular life, talking with somebody, I don't know what that noise was, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> My stomach just made the weirdest noise ever. I, can't, I couldn't let it go. I thought the broadcast uh, tower fell down. <laughs> I don't know what that was. But whether it's just even talking with somebody like at an event or something, immediately, especially if I don't know you very well and politics come up or religion comes up, I immediately in the back of my brain go, and we're done here. We're done. Because you got to yeah. know who I am before we start talking about politics or religion. Like you have to. Yeah. Because there's so much more we can get to, and we're already talking politics, we're already talking religion, when there's so much other stuff that's not that heavy that we could talk to, especially on a date. Like, that would be number well, one so Maybe if we disagree on something so vehemently, maybe is thank God I find out now instead of uh, down the road where I'm wasting my time. Right. And speaking of awkward, okay, awkward silence, and there's awkward sex. In the movies, when two people hook up for the first time, it's always hot and heavy with perfect lighting. But in real life, not so much. A new survey found 56% of first-time hookups are awkward or downright terrible. And the number one thing that could ruin a first encounter for men is not getting to the finish line. And 29% said trouble performing because they drank too much has ruined a first-time hookup. I swear this has never happened to me. <laughs> I've had to have that conversation when I was in college. Because of uh, drinking? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Performance issues? It was... Uh, has this never happened to me? It wasn't performance issues. It's issue. not it you. Was, it's really, it's me. It was... <laughs> Let me go yell at it in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> me? It was uh, taking taking forever issues. Ah. Oh. And eventually, your flight was delayed, is what you're saying. Eventually, uh, yeah. I mean, everybody was on the plane, right? You know, I'm just we saying, you, just, you couldn't find a, a runway. You had to right. sit on the tarmac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was to the point where I, I literally you're waiting for the tower to release you. I looked at her and and I Wait I said, clearance, yeah. I said, I'm good here. Uh, no, I don't need here? to. No, I don't need to. No, uh, I'm good here. Uh, I'm, no, good here. Thank uh, you. I'm here for you. Uh, the number one complaint from women is not enough foreplay. And 37% said a guy's dirty sheets can ruin the mood. And the top things men worry about are if they're they're pleasing the other person, followed by lasting long enough. And the top things women worry about are what their body looks like and whether their partner's satisfied. The good news is only 30% of people said they'd break things off if their initial encounter wasn't great. And the average person will tolerate four to five bad sexual experiences with somebody before they decide, eh, this is just not meant to be. Four not good, so we're going to give you one more try here. (laughs) Make it count. Do I get a punch card? (laughs) (laughs) And finally, we have your sex toy of the week coming up uh, after the break. And I guess it would be inevitable that the generation that's got unlimited access to porn for their whole lives would wind up taking a freakier approach to getting it on. So these are some stats from a new survey on millennials' sex lives. So more than one-third 
have had sex somewhere adventurous, whether it's in a church, a hot tub, or on the beach. Two-thirds of people have incorporated toys into their sex by the time they've hit their mid-30s. And 34% have had a threesome. 38% of men and 22% of women perform... um, you know, the most intimate, uh, intimate uh, uh, um, foreplays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time they get it on. So every time they come up to bat, they're hitting for a triple. Yes. Wow. 44% of men and 33% of women use emojis to sext at least once a week. And 41% of women send nude photos to someone at least once a week. 41%. At least once a week. Damn. I heard a story from one of my buddies this past week about his adventure in a threesome. And I'll tell you what. He told me the story like a child had just met Santa Claus. And this is a grown man. And he was so excited. And it was, Riz, one of the greatest stories that like I was... Sitting there listening to a man, I felt—I honestly felt like I was you watching you a movie. I almost did. You were in the room sitting in the chair. I almost did, and he. Oof. Cool. <laughs> he, okay. Yes. Yeah, different. Again. Yeah. He t- he told it so vividly, and like the way that these women acted. And bravo to this guy, G Status. Does he have any pictures of these women? Uh, he oh pictures of the women, yeah, pictures of the women, yeah. And he showed me, not like of then, but he showed me, and and home runs, absolute wow. home runs. And he, where and did this happen? At? They they contacted him. He used to be with one of the girls, and they were out drinking, and they called him late at night and said, "Hey, we both want a little." Hmm, hmm, hmm. And he said, "Okay." And then it. And he was, was like, oh, "Okay, I'll be there." I'm at your front here. door. Here I am. <laughs> and it happened not once, but twice in the same week. Same two checks. Hey, are you? <laughs> there he goes. Off to another threesome. Unbelievable. There he goes. Wave. All right. Good for him. Take a shower after. Good for him indeed. I mean, top notch. Mm. All right. Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. So I'm just going through a little gift bag that the people over at Live Nation sent us, the concert promoters. That's very nice of them. A little swag bag for us? Yeah. Did you see they gave us a, um, this says it's a concert survival kit, and it's got a poncho and some sunscreen and some lip balm and some earplugs. It's got everything. Well, you know why? It's National Concert Week. Oh, I did not know that. So it's $20 all-in tickets for, I mean, a ton of shows. 20 bucks. Today through May 8th. 
I mean, stuff like, uh, let me see here. Oh, Chicago Ario Speedwagon. What? Stuff like Wayback Point Fest. Stuff like regular Point Fest. Maroon 5. I mean, just a ton of concerts. Did you see that that concert? That's it's, it's the second one listed on this thing they gave us. The 90s House Party. Yeah. Did you see the lineup for that? <laughs> I just see 90s House Party featuring Vanilla Ice and more. Oh, who are, hold on. Who are the and mores? Oh, hold on. I'll tell you. This, this show... It sounds amazing. Vanilla Ice, Naughty by Nature, Coolio, Tone Loke, Montel Jordan, Rob Bass, All for One, Young MC. Wow. Montel Jordan, the guy who used to have the daytime talk show? No, that's Montel Williams. <laughs> oh, but okay. Oh. Uh, Montel Jordan, Bump and Grind? No, that's R. Kelly. Uh. Montel Jordan is, this is how we do it. And this it sounds is just how like, we're doing Sounds it. just like him, too. Wow. I killed it. <laughs> now they're only going to play their hits? Or they are they going to play their songs? I imagine that like you know somebody. <laughs> I'm imagining the hits will be worked in there. Okay. I can't imagine Young MC going up there with Busta Move for literally 25 straight minutes. I mean, he could try. It's the remix. Man. Or if Tone Loco on, I'm going to play something new for you. Ah. <laughs> I don't ah. know. Fucking Cold Medina. Ah. He goes. I don't do that. So ah. he goes. Oh, I'm sorry. He goes. I don't do that. Did you mention Ario? Yeah. I didn't know they were still like touring and everything. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, fantastic. Man. That, sh- that show Chicago. I've been looking forward to. That's on my list. Do you know what REO stands for in REO Speedwagon? Nope. It's an actual truck. It's like a flatbed truck, and REO Speedwagon was a truck. Man. That's neat. And now, the Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. All right, if you'd all turn to your uh, sex toy review page in your packet, and we got. The Japanese clovers, Riz. The Japanese clovers. Oh, those are all, well, I mean, what's that? The, okay, so basically, these are a specific type of nipple clamps. Uh-huh. All right? They're uh, pretty the, cheap, too. These are priced at $20.95, which, especially with the previous toys we've had, is a great deal. The average review, four out of five stars. This review comment comes from somebody unknown, and they give it five stars. Here's what they write. Now, is the guy on the right in the picture, is that is that the guy from, uh, is that Jax? From Sons of Anarchy? Possibly. It kind of looks like him just a little bit. Here's what the reviewer says. I'm pretty much just like everyone else and love to have my nips played with. <laughs> Duh. However, I tend to skew more towards the violent side of nip play. Yeah. And these are perfect. Squeezed, pinched, slapped, clamped, all are heightened through the roof with these Japanese clovers. There is a medium pressure bite, which allows other actions to raise the sensation to a whole new level. I don't don't like this. Medium pressure bite. They they never slip off, which is perfect for when they are being smacked or pulled on. If you don't have these and are settling for other clamps, you're not bright. (laughs) You must get these ASAP. You can pick what color you want the rubber clamps to be, and now you can pick whether you want the clovers to come in black or chrome. That's the only thing that's been keeping me from purchasing. They finally got them in chrome, Jeff. (laughs) This is a must-have for all fetters and nip play, and trust me, it's the best purchase I've made in the past 26 years. That's a full-on endorsement. In 26 years, the best purchase ever. Like, you never bought a car that turned out to be a fantastic car. Not the Xbox One. What a great shirt that just fit well. He even got one of those Instapots, and this is better than even that. Even better. <laughs> All right, so you got the sex toy of the week, the Japanese clovers. Four out of five stars. Really, really good spatula. Anything. And guess whose birthday it is today? 
Oh, like, guess what we got? Yes. Don't worry, they're in Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rosito Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. If you missed it earlier, we talked Avengers Infinity War over the weekend. It did It'll, pretty good. It did okay. I'm I mean, gonna get my review. Okay. A plus, baby. All right, loved uh, it. Biggest opening weekend ever, taking in about or taking in two hundred fifty million dollars. Uh, Star Wars: Force Awakens now drops to second as far as that list is concerned. Also had the best Saturday ever, with eighty three million dollars on just on Saturday. So, in your review, did you use the word exciting? It was very you, exciting. You would very, use the word exciting. Absolutely. Okay. I, and I would also yeah. say, if you have kids and you're going to bring them to go see the Avengers. Have them go to the bathroom prior to the movie. Don't, you know, bring the four gallons of uh, of Mountain Dew in with you. Sure. Where they have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. It's a long one, and you don't want to miss anything. Makes sense. You don't. And you will leave the theater, as we did, in silence. Just in awe. Yeah. 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 That's one way of putting it. Well, so it's a very, very exciting movie. Obviously, a lot of people agree with you on that, but not all movies are exciting. Some of them are actually just straight up boring. So some movie journalists got together and came up and they came up with a list of the most boring movies. Okay. The most boring movies of all time? Yes. So I have the top 20 on that list. They, they made a short list and surveyed more than 2,000 people to see what they thought. So it's not everybody's opinion. It's these people's opinion. So on this list... Agree or disagree? Number 20 on the most boring ever list, the 2007 version of Transformers. Ah, come on, man. I don't know if I ever saw that. Like, is that the first one? That's number 20. No, I mean, I'm saying, are they, is that the first Transformers? That's, Look it up. If that's the case, this list is already bogus. It sucks. All right. Brokeback Mountain. Number 19. Never saw it. Number 18, Lincoln from 2012. Saw it. Boring, yes, no? It's very slow. The first, right. That's the first Transformers. That movie's awesome. Oh, I saw the first Transformers. I thought it was good. Uh, the Artist, 2011. Never saw it. Never saw that either. Cover your ears, Riz. Star Wars. Well, episode one, Phantom Menace. I thought that movie was horrendous. I mean, it wasn't boring because there were some redeeming scenes to it. Darth Maul. He okay, wasn't boring. That's that's true. When he fights uh, Liam Neeson, I think it would be considered boring because it, it takes forever to go somewhere. I'm just saying it's not fully boring. I, and I think tone. I think that's really what they mean by this list. It's just it's just slow and takes a while whole. a while to get somewhere. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix Revolution from 2003 is number 15 on the list. Was that the last one. That yeah, because there's Matrix, Matrix Reloaded, Matrix Revolution. Horrendous. Yeah, I don't like that. 2001, A Space Odyssey from 1968. I thought that was pretty slow, too. Yeah. Uh, The Blair Witch Project from 1999 comes in at number 13. Never saw it. I thought that was boring as hell, too. Showgirls, 1995. Holy cow, that was a long time ago. Never saw the full thing through. Yeah, I just saw the nude scenes. Yeah. Uh, Number 11, Cleopatra from 1963. Vanilla Sky from 2001. Never saw it. Batman and Robin, 1997. Comes in at number nine. That is Clooney and O'Donnell. Okay, saw it. Unremarkable. Also from 1997, coming in at number eight is The Postman. Kevin Costner. That was the follow-up to uh, Dance with Wolves. Hmm. I believe. 
2011's The Tree of Life comes in at number seven. No, this is a post-apocalyptic film. It's like set to the future where America... I think it's this actually around 2018 or something. The Postman? Yeah. I thought that was uh, Kevin Costner. It is. It's him. It was the, the movie he did after Dances with Wolves. Yeah. And it's the one where he... The second... Because he did Waterworld, and then that was the second really expensive film, and it bombed as well. Because it was like it's 18 set hours in long. a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. and neo-western version of the United States in the then near future of 2013. But guess what? Does it say his co-star on there? It's a musician. His co-star is Will Pat. Who? Tom Petty. Yep. Wow. Tom Petty's in it. Yes, and it's awesome. He plays a mayor. Tom Petty. Number seven on the list, The Tree of Life from 2011. Didn't see it. Seven Years in Tibet is number six. Oh, that was with uh, Brad Pitt, I believe. 1997. Yeah, I think that was all right. Number five on the list, The Most Boring Movies Ever, Meet Joe Black, 1998. Oh, I saw that not too long ago, and that was... Does it deserve to be on the list? Yep. The vehicle scene, though, where he turns around to look at her. Meet Joe Black? Yeah. I don't remember that. It's where one car taps him a little bit, then a semi-truck hits him as well. Uh, yeah. That's the redeeming moment. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, 2008's Australia. 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 Number three, Far and Away, 1992. That's a Tom Hanks movie, is it not? I don't know Cruise. Tom Cruise. I mean, I'm sorry, Tom Cruise. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Sorry. Uh, number two on this list, Noah from 2014. Oh, Russell Crowe. Remember, that was supposed to be this big, epic movie, and then all of a sudden, they're like, this is boring as hell. And number one on the list, supposedly most boring movies of all can time you, can, from can, 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 2015. Okay, can you give us an actor or... Um, it's I think there's three in the franchise. It's a franchise? 2015? The guy, you totally know the movie. It's more, games? No, it's more known for sex scenes. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how something with so many sex scenes can be boring, but I think a lot of the sex scenes are considered boring. And they also said, again, that's another movie where there's a lot of, this is going nowhere. Like, slow yeah, dialogue. Sex. Yeah, like everything in between the sex scenes is just bleh, right? Yeah. yeah. Charlie Sheen owes the IRS almost $5 million in back taxes. Outstanding tax debt, $4,967,376.41. Mm-hmm. Unpaid taxes from the year of 2015, which is crazy. How can this happen at the height Highest paid actor on network television, $1.8 million per episode, which means $1.8 million per week, right? Yeah. At least 13 weeks? Damn. Of course, he left the show after eight seasons, went to that uh, anger management show, took a, a pay cut, uh, but he was still 75 to $200 million from the back end of that particular show. Earlier this year, this is how bad it's getting for him, he put his mansion up for sale. Random price, $9,999,999. That was the, the price on the list. How do you not have any money? I don't know, man. Maybe it's a Brewster's million, uh, Millions. May, you know, the, remember that movie, The Rich uh-huh. Pride Movers, got to spend all the money? Spend it all and not have anything afterwards. Yeah, he's doing that. I understand the people that, like, get get rich real quick. Like, they have, like, one big breakout role, and all of a sudden, they get a ton of money. Right. And then the next thing you know, they run into drugs, and then all of a sudden, it's a downfall, 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 whatever. Charlie Sheen has been around and famous forever. I know. Forever. I know, Tones. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Risky. You're <laughs> <Tell> me. <laughs> uh, the ending of the Karate Kid movie. Still troubling a lot of people. Some, what? I'll tell you why. 34, 34 years later. Why, Riz? Johnny in the face, and it was an illegal move. You're, You're not supposed to do that. Get out of here. 
a crane kick straight to Johnny's face. Even though that kick illegal, and we may find out finally some sort of resolution to this because that uh, the YouTube Red series, Cobra Kai, Ralph Macchio says, quote, there's a scene where Johnny says, that illegal kick? And I say, what about that elbow to my knee? Oh, yeah. Which was also equally was illegal. illegal. You're not allowed to grab someone's leg and jam your elbow into their wounded knee. So we will get closure eventually on the on the YouTube show there. What's worse than just being in the friend zone when you think you're not? It's being called out on the friend zone on TV. There was a couple named Steve and Jesse that played Let's Make a Deal. This happened on Friday. Steve finds out on national TV that Jesse not quite into him like Steve is into her. Steve and Jesse. Hey, Steve. How are you? Hey, Jesse. I love your outfits. Now, is this prom circa the 70s or early 80s? We drove here in a 1974 bus. Volkswagen bus. Did you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Now, how long have you guys been together? Uh, about six months. That's it? It's new. Oh, it's newish. We're yeah. friends. <laughs> oh. We're just friends, can but we, he wants it. Can we talk about this uh, not in front of everyone, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm single. It's complicated. I'm single, guys. I'm single. What? Oh, boy. Oh, no, no. We're, we're really good friends. <laughs> So we have this. So this is. I hope there's a rifle behind door number one. <laughs> His, God, I hate to be this guy. I'm always this guy. That sounds like it's set up. Yep, I'm with you on that. Especially, especially the. Can we talk about this not in front of anybody, Jesse? Yeah, and this story came with a dis- dis- disclaimer like that, saying either it was set up between the two of them to do that, or he's a really bad actor, or he's a really good actor. One of the two. I'm thinking it was them too. That was their plan. I like to believe everything. I do too. I just want to. I just I would want love to have to a nice well. day I and like think that this could I really happen. Just can't. I like to believe, Scott, <laughs> that whatever whatever I see on TV or watch in the movies is real. Or read on the internet. Well, I thought there was just pictures on the internet. And of course, if they're not actually a couple, guess what they win? It's a trip to Mexico. You guys are going to have a blast As friends. in the same room. You'll spend five nights in a private villa at the Villa Amor Hotel in Sayulita, Mexico. Villa Amor. Mm-hmm. Now, if he goes there with her and comes back and still in the friend zone, then it's over. Right? They're just friends. Yeah. Right? If you can't there, convince her to, you know, step out of the zone, if you yeah. will, just for a Villa few minutes. Villa Amor, huh? That's uh, very Amor. <laughs> And, right? that is, that right? see, and that is your foreign language lesson of the day. You are so worldly. It's ridiculous. I was in Mexico once. <laughs> Taylor Swift's reputation tour uh, starts next month in Phoenix, and she has already broken records a week before the first concert. Her first show, University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, May 8th, will surpass One Direction's visit back in 2014, which drew... So when I say this number, she is beating this record. 56,524 fans saw that One Direction show there, and she has already beat that with pre-sales. Unbelievable. I think they're going to make some cash off of that. Uh, Speaking of making money, uh, Bob Dylan, another way to to make money besides just his music. Over the weekend, he's decided to launch, well, 
announced that he's launching his own line of whiskey. And it's called Heaven's Door Spirits. And it sounds like he ain't messing around. And it's not one of these sellout things where he's going to be going, you know, being carted around with bottles of whiskey going, hey, look at this. He doesn't want any part of it, really. He just likes whiskey and he's putting it out. The only way that you can tell that this is his after you empty the bottle on the inside of the label that'll be pointing at you if you turn it around will have his signature. Other than that, no face on it. He's not going to be in the advertisements, any of that kind of stuff. This is something that he wanted to do. But that's all. It's not like they're going to market it around Bob Dylan. They're just slapping his name on it. Yeah. That's it. It's a cash grab. Well, they're they're saying it's exactly the opposite of that. He's really into it. He just doesn't want to be the face of it. Like he's he's into the making of it behind the scenes. Yeah, he just doesn't want to. Sure, you know, it's his whiskey though. Yeah. After you drink it, it's going to be out of Tennessee. They're making it in a location that's a former church in Tennessee. Uh, apparently, not all Green Day fans are into this whole Billy Joe Armstrong side project deal. Remember Long Shot, Taxi Driver? You remember this song? Uh, sure. Here's uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day's little side thing. It's quite the departure from Green Day. Sounds exactly like Oh. Stuff. Thank you. So, uh, you know, all the big Green Day fans are going, why are you doing this over here? Is Green Day breaking up? What's wrong with you? I hate well, this. What does Billy Joe say? Mm, I don't know. Let's let him talk. Some of you are asking about Green Day and if there's anything wrong or if uh, I'm leaving or we're breaking up. The answer is no. I am having some fun with some of my friends. I am what you call a musician. Some people have a hard time calling it that sometimes. With that said, shut the f- up. Okay. Okay. I'm playing I'm music sorry. because that's what I'm supposed to do. That's what people that play guitar and drums and bass and they sing and this is what we do. So, if you don't like it, then off. If you do like it, come along because it's a lot of fun. You're only allowed to play right? with the other guys. That's Have a pleasant it. day. That's it. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say totes. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad. He's, He's a little bit upset, yeah. On TV tonight, you got the 26th season premiere of Dancing with the Stars on ABC, and that's the all-athletes edition. NBC has the voice. Trying to print something out here. Not working, huh? No, it's because everybody else in the building is trying to print. It's just us oh, in that's here. Right. Oh. Can grab somebody. It's just us oh. in the building. Well, look at the article I sent you, because I want to uh, maybe give some updates on the shooting over a ballpark village. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So there was a shooting last night at Ballpark Village. And this was this was at a private event at the uh, rooftop at the Budweiser Brewer House. Two men were shot. One guy died. This was just after 8 o'clock again last night. The one guy who passed away was shot in the head. The other victim shot in the leg. He's in stable but critical condition. And police said that an argument broke out as the party was going on. The suspect pulled out a gun, started firing shots into the crowd. 
The shooter has not been found. Wow. The shooter's still at large. Now, what they're saying is there were off-duty, uh, off-duty police officers, like second shift stuff. There were private security guards there. IDs were checked at the door, but bags were not searched. Okay, so you're kind of answering my question. You can't just walk in there strapping, right? Yeah, there, there's signs everywhere that says that fire firearms well, are not... Is that really preventing bad people from getting guns? No, in no, no, absolutely not. I, w- I was just curious of the uh, stance on them. I just assumed you can't just walk in there. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Right. Yeah, there are signs posted, but that... Well, good is that? Right. When a criminal wants to bring a gun someplace, they bring a gun. They will someplace. find a way, yeah. For sure. So... I mean, that's really all we know so far. I haven't seen a description... Of the suspect, nothing. So again, one person dead after a uh, shooting last night over at Ballpark Village. It's sad that it's a random person. Uh, The Whole Foods in Long Beach, California opened a new Asian-themed restaurant inside the place. It's called Yellow Fever, and people are pissed. Now, of course, people immediately pointed out how racist the name is. Yellow fever would be an Asian fetish, right? I mean, nobody's gonna sit there and go, "Hey guys, let's let's think about this name for a second. Like, no, nobody I, on the board. I, I I saw it at first. I was like, hmm. And then somebody goes, "Oh, person with an Asian fetish." Oh. Oh, I mean, I immediately went, "Wow, that's not right." Is it because of the color, yellow? Yahoo Finance's uh, managing, editor, uh, managing editor said, quote, yellow fever for an Asian restaurant, that's both unappetizing and racist. And it's an actual condition, too. Yeah, well, one that's journalist... That's the first thing I thought. One journalist said yellow fever is once known as the American plague, killing hundreds of thousands of people during the 19th century. It's still prevalent in South America and Africa and kills tens of thousands. So, so far, no name change, but... I don't know if they're dug in here. Is everything mustard-based there? It's Asian-themed. Yeah, but I mean, maybe all their... It's Asian-themed, but with mustard. No. Okay. Hmm. Trying to help. No. All right. Boy, if there were more people with this kind of passion in the newspaper industry, maybe it wouldn't be dying. Because a newspaper delivery guy in Anchorage, Alaska, was attacked by three guys around 3.30 in the morning... Last Tuesday. And at least one of them had a knife and stabbed him several times on the upper and lower body. And as he was bleeding profusely, instead of going to the hospital calling 911, the guy just continued on his route and kept delivering newspapers. Good on this guy or you're a dummy? That's a freaking warrior. No, he's a dummy. (laughs) Not worth it. Good for you, man. You're dumb. The cops didn't find out uh, until three hours later when several customers called 911 because they got word when they found bloody newspapers on their doorsteps. And then, well, when you see, when you got a bloody newspaper and you see a trail of blood in the hallway of your apartment building, I'm going to call 911. I'm going to give him a quick ring. I don't know why the guy didn't call 911, but he was treated at a hospital and uh, luckily his injuries are not life-threatening. How many people went, oh, wow, my newspaper's got blood. Wait, I'm still getting a newspaper? 
Or how many people, how many teens went, Mom, there's this bloody thing on the front porch. Okay. <laughs> it's a roll of paper of some sort. So yesterday, I'm sitting in the garage with the door open, drinking a beer with, with my neighbor. The kids are riding their bikes outside. I see a car come down the street, stop in front of my house. Gentleman gets out of the car, and he walks towards us in the garage. Mm-hmm. And he's holding something. I'm like, ah, man, I'm getting served papers or something. Right. That's where your mind went? Not like, hey, I'm getting a package? No, because he wasn't holding a package. Oh, you just said holding something. It would look like papers. It was a magazine, hand-delivered. And it was like my wife's like L magazine. Weird. Is that a thing now? And it, and it had a Sunday? It, yeah, it had like door, it, it said door delivery or something like that. It was some service where they send magazines, but they don't put them in your mailbox. And the whole slogan is like, so you don't have to walk to your mailbox to get your magazines. That's weird. We just got a magazine in the mail over the last couple of days, and it was right in the mailbox. Look this up. It's like it's door delivery or something. I've never heard of it. Hmm. But on a Sunday, a guy in a regular car came down, had my wife's name on it and everything. Door hangers? No. Did he borrow it for a while? Maybe got delivered no, last no, week? It was, and, okay. it was still in the package. <laughs> door to zoo. No. I don't know what I'm it was called. It. It was, I was. Door to door magazine delivery? On a Sunday. No, my mind thought, oh, I'm getting served court papers. Cool. Right. For what? Who knows? Door hmm. front direct? Maybe that's it. That sounds familiar. What was it? L Magazine? L, yeah. You're saying that's for, that was for your wife, right? I, I put it in quotes, my wife. Doorfront Direct is a convenient new way for you to receive <laughs> magazines and catalogs on your doorstep. Doorfront Direct saves you time since you don't have to walk out to That's your it. mailbox. How much? You got to get your other mail anyway. Jeez. This is a service. You pay for this, by the way. Oh, no. It's not paid for. Hmm. I'm not paid for it. This says, I mean, this, you, you, I mean, unless she's got some sort of deal, this is, this is, this is a pay for thing. not. I haven't seen a bill for this. Hmm. Maybe it comes with a subscription price? She hasn't paid for a subscription. You know, sometimes these magazines keep sending you magazines oh, yeah. to keep their circulation rate up. Mm, that's true. Because so that's they how they sell ads. Pads the circulation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you haven't paid for it in you know five years, right? they still send you the magazine. I was that way with Maxim Magazine. I hadn't paid for a, a subscription in 10 years. They kept sending the magazine still. Finally stopped? Yeah, they finally stopped. Today is uh, National Honesty Day. Apparently, it's it's been a holiday since the early 90s. And you're supposed to go all day without telling a single lie. And according to a new survey, a lot of us should have no problem doing it. Because over a quarter of people claim they never lie. 27% say they don't lie at all. Another 18% said they tell one lie a year at most. And 14% said they only lie once every couple months. So that's a total of 59% who claim they never lie or hardly ever do so. Which is funny because most of the people probably lied on the survey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Another 18% said 
said they lie a couple times a month. 11% said multiple times a week. 6% said about once a day. And the remaining 6% of us admitted they tell multiple lies a day. Is it possible that last group might be the most honest? There you go. I'm thinking yes. That is. 53% of people in the survey said white lies that don't hurt anybody are all right. 47% said lying for any reason is wrong. And the three most common lies we tell are white lies, then lies by omission, where you're not upfront about something, and lies we tell ourselves to make us feel better about something. So today is National Honesty Day. And honestly, I don't give a crap. <laughs> Here's sports. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals have lost their third in a row after getting shut out by the Pirates last night in Pittsburgh, five to nothing. Pirates starter Nick Kingham he took a perfect game into the seventh in his major league debut. Cardinals are off today. They take on the White Sox tomorrow. First pitch scheduled for 7:15 at Bush. Michael Waka gets the start. NHL playoffs results from the second round playoff games over the weekend. The Penguins, they lost to the Capitals. That series is tied at one. The Sharks beat the Knights. Their uh, series is tied at one apiece. And the Bruins beat the Lightning. They lead that series 1-0. Also, that Nashville-Winnipeg game went to double overtime. Nashville gets the win, ties that series at a game apiece. You watch, you watch any of that uh, Knights game on Saturday night? No, I watched the Nashville game last night, though. And I have a question about the Nashville Predators pregame with the fish thing. Oh, yeah. Do you know this? Yeah. With them drinking the beer out of the fish? That's gross. How is this not killing people? Oh, I don't know. And did you see it last night by chance? The the Titans linemen that were doing it? Yeah. I, I mean, I saw the pictures of it. I didn't see it like live. Did you see this picture? No. On national Where TV, this guy off. drinks a beer through the fish, and before they cut away from him, this guy looks down about two or three rows and just full-on flips the bird to somebody. Wow. So they drink it out of the... They pour it down the fish's throat? Mm-hmm. And then drink it. And, and I think... I, th- I don't know the exact origins of it, but I know like Guinness, when Guinness is made, it goes through... Fish bladder. Fish yes, bladder. Not a whole fish. Yeah, but I, I don't know where this comes from. I don't know. I know it's been around for a long time. Yeah, it's I don't a, know the origin of it. Yeah, it's a thing in Nashville, though. That's that's something they do. Uh, NBA playoffs from the weekend. Uh, first round action between the Pacers and the Cavaliers. Cavaliers win game seven. They uh, eliminate the Pacers. Also, the Bucks they lose to the Celtics. Boston wins that game seven. They move on. And in round two, the Warriors beat the Pelicans. They're up one nothing. And the Jazz, uh, they uh, beat the Rockets. They're up one nothing in that series. The Seahawks posted a video of Pete Carroll uh, calling Shaquem Griffin to give him the news that he had been drafted. And this is awesome. This is just a really cool video. The video is going to be up on the blog, but here's the audio of Pete Carroll calling Shaquem Griffin. Shaq, you okay? I can't breathe right now. I'm not going to lie to you. You still can't breathe. Oh, my God. Hey, well, it's a real deal, man. Thank, uh, appreciate you. Uh, Waiting this thing out. I know you've been dying a little bit, but uh, this is a great moment, and uh, we're really Thank excited you so about much. it. We're expecting you to come in here and bust now. You know that, right? Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to give everything I got. I know you will. I, I, got. I know you will. Congratulations on it. Uh, congrats to your brother, too, and your family. I know everybody's really excited about this, and, and uh, couldn't be sweeter. Hey, be humble, okay? Be humble okay, as we do this. I That's promise it. you that. I know. Come in, come in working your tail. It's freaking awesome. Congratulations. Hey, Shaquem. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. That's very nice. So Shaquem is from the University of Central Florida, and you may have heard that name before. He is the first one-handed player to be drafted in the Super Bowl era. One hand. 
And as a bonus, his twin brother, Shaquille, already playing for the Seahawks. Huh. So does Kinda he cool. foul half as much as everyone else? I didn't foul. Sorry. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? Why don't you sit down? I'm Patrico. That's your sports. <laughs> In the other room. And boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. I know it's your birthday, but... Yeah, stop that. Brought to you by Mort's Royce Jewelry. Check them out online at ninjabling.com. All right, today's headline Who story comes to us from Tavares, Florida. Now, there is a 57-year-old woman named Brenda Allen. I uh, would appreciate if you all looked her up. Brenda Allen from Tavares, Florida. T-A-V-A-R-E-S. You know what she looks like? Oh, yes, I and, do. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Got it, it looks girl. like the guy taking the picture said, ma'am, can you please stop farting while we take your picture? You now, it. Monday night, last Monday night, she and her husband were hanging out at home, naked, getting drunk. Mm. And Brenda and the husband got into an argument. And Brenda escalated things by trying to yank out her husband's catheter. All right. Ha! I'm imagining that what's up like, no, 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 now I'm thinking the doctor must have done a great job, you know, installing it or anchoring it in there because she couldn't pull it out. So she chased him out of the house. He calls 911. Cops come arrest Brenda for simple battery. Simple? So, really? Simple. There you go. From Tavares, Florida, Brenda Allen, you are today's Headline Huge. This is the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango. He'll be coming in in just a few minutes here, taking over. King Scott, happy birthday. Thank you. Look at him. Are you looking at him? I I can't. Look Look at him right now. I'm looking at him. Can't take your eyes off him. Really tough to. How old are you today? I am 37. Whoa! Wow! Oh, look at this guy, 37. Dude, you know how he close to... He can finally to, rent a car. You are ah. so close to 38 now, you know that? Ah. <laughs> you can rent a car. Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. King Scott, what's up there? Oh, we got all kinds stuff. of goodies. Yes, we Things got stuff. And stuff. We have the ever-important headline hoosh with, the, again, like you said, you need to go check out this lady, the naked couple. Very mm. loving uh, mm. scenario. And then also we have the sexy time fun facts. Uh-huh, that's up there. Plenty of those stories. A lot of facts. And way more. All at 1057point.com forward slash, I mean, forward slash Riz, Riz with Hamman. You are doing fantastic. <laughs> you really are. In. Are you okay? <laughs> I think right now. really would suck to have out. a stroke on your birthday. <laughs> I sat here the whole show. I think I learned less about the blog right then. Yeah. <laughs> You're already There's a lot of stuff down. up there, guys. <laughs> yeah, plug him back in overnight. We need him fully charged for tomorrow. Uh, uh, Patrico, video of the day. Uh, the video theme is webcam accidents, and these are all webcam uh, ladies who uh, uh, something happens to them. This one decides to eat whipped cream and try and be all sexy eating whipped cream, and she accidentally gets high. Oh. See it for yourself. 1057thepoint.com slash Scott. What'd you say? Uh, the <laughs> next big St. Charles Motorsports bike night is happening on Thursday, beginning at 6 And then Saturday, the whole show, we're at Vices in Redbud. 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 So Vices in Redbud, uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. I know uh, the Teenage Dirtbags will be playing. You're going to love it there. Love it, love it, love it. We'll be out there from noon to two. I'm going to leave now. Everybody. Everybody's <laughs> going to be out there. So that's a vices on 
Saturday. That's a whole thing out there. That's the whole yeah. day. Yeah. Like a whole day of activities. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Rays member of the day. Shout out Tanner Lagrasso. One more time. Hey, Tanner. Yeah, Tanner. Tanner. A reminder, tomorrow we make our real or fake picks. So new cans up there starting at noon today. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. All right, Tanner wants to hear this song from this band. We'll play it for him. And we will see you tomorrow. Donnie's next. Bye. 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 Uh, Thank you.